Welcome to the podcast, Least Likely to Succeed. I'm Chris Chuck, your host, and today we have Jeremy Hunger, Mr. Uh, that Shit is Fucked Up. If you've ever seen his videos on Facebook or YouTube, you got any on uh, Instagram? Yo, I haven't hit the gram yet. I, I gotta do that. Wait, what? I, dude, I told you, man. Te- technologically retarded. Okay. <laughs> you download the app first. <laughs> yeah. And then you can put the video on your app. Yeah. And then you let, you know, you give the app permission to your on your videos mm-hmm. or photos and, you know, then you yeah. upload it. I, I got to get on it, man. You know, I'm, yeah. a, bu- I'm a busy guy. Get it. <laughs> find some time, man. Find some time. Find 30 minutes. Find 30 please. minutes. Please. Please. I got a lot of videos. I need to find about two hours. <laughs> but the first real question, real question I have for you is, I know you mechanics wear gloves now. Are you wiping your ass with gloves? Absolutely not. What are you using? Toilet paper? Toilet paper. Come on, man. Why does everybody still using toilet paper? Yeah, let me tell you the number one rule when it comes to mechanics. Do it with greasy hands. No, <laughs> we do it all day with greasy hands. Wash them before you go to the bathroom. Yeah. Duh. I mean, I don't want, I don't, look, no, I've, I've been there, done that. So I don't want like oil and dirt on my dick. That's one thing. How about gasoline, brake cleaner? Oh, dude. Burning dude. style chemicals on your junk. <laughs> yeah, that's Ow. but that's why you wear gloves now. See, the new thing See. now, when I, what was it, uh, 2005, 2006, mm-hmm. that's when gloves became popular. I'm like, oh, wait, you, you wear gloves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, just, you know, 20 bucks a box? 20 bucks a box? I don't know if it's worth it, man. Like, nah, bro, you ain't got to worry about washing your hands, though. <laughs> How about them Harbor Freight 599? <laughs> well, Harbor Freight wasn't around then. Yeah, that's true. That's All you had was Sears or Snap-on, Matco, and Matco. Did you hear about Sears today? Yeah, they're closing both stores. They're closing stores. the other two stores. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, they're, you're not you're not getting any more. Sorry. Yeah, it sucks. No I mean, you Sears weren't getting none now anyway. I mean, you, you go in there, some... you got to go through a criminal background check, trade in a screwdriver. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> no, I, I, haven't, uh, I, haven't been, I haven't done any of that because I don't have any craftsmen tools. I, I quit buying, and don't get me wrong. Craftsman actually still makes a decent tool. Yeah, I mean for home use, not professional. Yeah, no, no, no. I no, mean no. they have a professional series. Actually, but... you know what? I I would use their wrenches, especially for alignments. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, good stuff. Yeah. But my biggest thing is is is, is where I lost with Craftsman. I went in there one day to trade out a, a you know ratchet or something with a busted head. No mm-hmm. big deal. Typical mechanic break. I walked in there in uniform. Oh, you're using it for professional use and blah, 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 and all this other mess. And oh, we can't warranty that. What? And I'm like, so if I leave, come back tomorrow with a different bunch of people at the desk in plain clothes, I can get this warranty? That- my biggest thing was I literally broke it in my garage working on my kid's bicycle. But because I Wait, was Wait, what, what was auto- it? It was, a, it was like a 3 inch, just, you know, regular old school flip-flop, 3 inch ratchet. It was nothing special. You broke it on a bicycle, though? Yeah, tightening up. Uh, you didn't throw that shit in the trash already. Well, it was it was old. It was old. It was it was on its way out. Mm. But still. I'm just saying. You know? That doesn't sound like it's quality anyway if you no. broke it on a fucking bicycle. Quality. I mean, I'm just saying, it's better than that fucking craftsman shit. Yeah, amen. And by the way, he has on a Mac tool shirt. Mm-hmm. So you guys can say whatever you want about him. <laughs> hey. It ain't Snap-on. <laughs> it ain't Snap-on. Look, I love all of them. I love all three. Uh, yeah. But, you know, they all got the same warranty. They all got pretty much the same products. Yeah. Granted, some of them, you know, some of them's electronics are better. Some of them, like, I've got Snap-on torque wrenches, the digitals. Mm-hmm. Badass. Really? Super badass. But, you know, some of these places, like, their scanners are just top line i know the modus is the the, the shit modus is good stuff um 
MTD10 for Mac is good stuff. I mean, they've all really graduated over the years. Mm-hmm. Like, Snap-on really started the big, big game of your, uh, what is it, uh, like your scan tools and your lab scopes and all of that stuff. So they, like, kind of started it for me, mm-hmm. and I just kind of always stuck with them. It's good stuff. But uh, my, my guys over at uh, Billy and Buddy Weaver over at uh, Big Boy Tools, they take care of us really good. Okay. Wait, so do you work for Mac Tools? No. Oh, you just, you're just a proponent. You know. Oh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you know how it is. Support your people, man. Support my people. A little plug there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Take care of my people. Get get your Mac tools. Get your Mac tools. Talk to Jeremy. He gets you to hook up. That's for sure. They're going to be coming to the shows now, too. We're bringing a truck. Good. That's what's up, man. Bring bring a couple small sets. See if y'all can... uh, Bring a couple of trucks. Put them back to back with the gates down and have a walkthrough kind of... Yeah. Get them detailed and, you know what I'm saying? Fresh paint. Get them... Shine them. Bro, bro, bring bring the detailer over here. Get it some ceramic coated Mm -hmm. and, you know, get get the wheels polished up. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, do it all nice and shit. Shit. Shine up them big ass diesels. Get y'all a little Mac girl, you know? Get Mm. a Mac Mac girl. Sex sells. I'm just saying. It does. Mm. It sells a lot. Well, I mean, it does sell, but apparently they don't really like doing the, uh, was it the beauty pageant? Yeah, there's no, no, no more swimsuits in the beauty pageant, dog. Sex uh, sex ain't selling out like, like, like that. People, people too, they get offended too easy, man. It's not Stupid. allowed. You know. It's a damn shame. I know. Yeah. But, you know, what's next? You know, uh, people people going to get locked up because of their tattoo or something because you piss somebody off. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. I, I forged. I forged my, my, I forged a signature on my leg. <laughs> I got, you know, Richard Pryor's signature on mm-hmm. my leg. Yeah, it's forgery. So what? I didn't put it there, though. So, so I guess. Technically, you're just a piece of paper. Somebody else forged the name. I mean, yeah. You just got to wear it forever. But. <laughs> The whole point is it's not my signature. Yeah. So? Plus, I don't know how many people... I, I don't know anybody else who's had a, who has an autograph tattooed on them. I mean, I got a... Like, car guys, for instance, you know? I mean, I've seen car guys out there that... Like, Carol Shelby. You know, like, they'll have a portrait of him. Like, these hardcore guys. Oh, no, I have a picture of Richard Pryor on my I know, leg, I know you do, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> car guys do that all the time. I don't see where it'd be a big deal. Wait, somebody has Carol Shelby tattooed on Yeah, I've met guys at car shows with Shelby tattoos, James Dean tattoos. Well, we all know Carson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, he does some beautiful work anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're talking that kind of work and, you know, autograph signatures and stuff like that. Okay. So, I mean, it's out there. It's... I just... I've seen more... It's dedication. I've seen more of, like, car make. Um, the the most intricate one I saw, um, I'm sure you know what a Volkswagen VR6 motor looks like. Oh, yeah. A guy had a cutaway tattooed on his chest. Dude, that's cool. So, it was part... Half of it was, like, the outside of the motor and the other half was the cutaway. Dude, that's cool. That is cool. That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, that's, that's that's just dedication to what you love, man. Yeah. I mean, tattoos dedication regardless. It ain't mom with a heart, but I mean, yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's I mean, that's dedication. Yeah. That's that's what's all about. I've seen I've seen everybody from getting from like their their they get their first Volt, first Volkswagen key tattooed on them to just Boy. having Volkswagen tattooed on them. People with uh, Honda tattoos and whatnot. I mean, that's kind of oh yeah. I guess that's kind of immature. But um, <laughs> street predator. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, street predators. Oh, oh. Them, them again? Are we talking about them again? It's a tramp stamp. Um, oh, yeah, you get like just. Would you get just like burnout marks, like tattooed in your ass? <laughs> skid marks. Yeah, skid, or just no, no, no. To what match you do? the skid marks. Yeah, you'll just get skid marks in all of your your underwear. That's what's up. That that'll be your street predator. It would be horrible. It would be. It'd look like a tractor trailer jackknifed. <laughs>
Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> yeah. Doing burnouts in the tractor trailer. Anyway, so we were talking earlier about uh, actually when when you were talking about people getting butt hurt. So yeah. you you had a situation um, in one of your videos where somebody sounds like they got a little offended. Well, I don't know if they got offended. I mean, they were they were kind of looking out for us. Um, you know, I, I work at Rental Lift. It's a great shop, man. Come to your shop, twenty five bucks an hour. Come in there, do all your work, tools included. Me, you, if you, you have need. to tell us your salary though. Nah, ain't no twenty five bucks an hour for me. <laughs> the, uh, but it, it's good. It's good stuff. You know, we have a lot of fun over there. It's it's a good place to work. Um, you know, we have a lot of fun. We're really, really. It's kind of like hanging out in your buddy's garage. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the the mentality. I mean, we, you know, we got a big screen on the wall. We got the radio going. You know, if you need help, I'm there to back you up. Mm-hmm. You know, I got guys come by all the time. I got customers call me up just want to check out the shop because they have. You know, down the road, they have a project they may want to work on. Yeah. They want to come check it out. Okay. So I give them a tour. It's cool. Um, And I was doing a lot of videos there. I mean, I was I was picking up videos here and there because, I mean, you see some do-it-yourselfers that really mess stuff up. Fuck shit up. But, you know, <laughs> it's, it's one thing to mess things up and try to attempt to repair it correctly. Right. But rubber bands, you know, bubble gum kind of, you know... Uh, on some things, but when it's a safety issue, when it, exactly, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of really not even, you know. I mean, it's fucked up. It, it's it's kind of funny to us, but at the same time, in, yeah, a, for in a real yeah. in a real world perspective, like you drove this car here, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, like you did you know that this was like this? Because I hope you did. I please the yeah, God hope yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah. And I mean, uh, like the rubber band video. Um, you know, I mean, neutral safety switch. It even has safety in the name. Right. Neutral safety switch prevents you from starting a car in gear. Right. It, you can only start it in park or neutral. Real simple. Yeah. You've got rubber bands holding your shift linkage and your neutral safety switch together. I, so, okay. <laughs> I, I saw I saw the picture. I, I was watching the video. I, I do remember that video. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know how all that was working. How does it, I guess, the neutral safety switch, like, basically, you put it in park or neutral and it hits the switch. Yeah, it's, it, not... it, it's like a micro switch. It turns inside. Oh, okay. Um, when the lever on the transmission turns, it turns the switch. The switch is over the lever of the oh, transmission. Okay. okay. But it's like, come on, man. I mean, that's a really not a safety thing. But I'm talking like, I get. I don't know. I don't remember if you've done any so like suspension ones or not. Mm-hmm. But I've seen pictures of shit, and I'm just like, the, the and one, I've seen shit myself that I'm like, the one we picked up and the wheel just went like that. Yeah. Mm. Picked one up, strut, rotted it off at the bottom. Rust bucket from up north. Jesus Christ. The guy was driving it, literally. And he came to us because he thought that he had a uh, tire going flat or out of balance or horrible, horrible wiggle wobble in the, in the uh, turn. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, it was bad. But literally, he had not realized this. He had taken an off-ramp when it broke. He was on an off-ramp, probably 30, 40 mile an hour. Yeah. We'll say he was legally going the speed limit. Mm-hmm. He took this turn. He did not realize this tire literally folded under. Like there was there was like asphalt, you know, concrete scratches on the hubcap. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. And he had somehow when it went crazy, he had corrected and it flipped back upright. And that's when he called us and brought it in. He, he's a regular. <sighs> and we really didn't know what to do until we lifted it up. I mean, we saw it was obviously cambered out horribly. Right. And when we went to lift it up, my jaw dropped. I was like, you just drove this here? 
yeah, it was it was a little loose and all over the road, but as long as I kept it below 30, it was kind of okay. Kind of okay. I said, did you get out and see that the tire, you know, oh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a, oh, my God. Here's the thing, but if people, people, I think people ignore things like a shimmy. You know, oh, I, I have I have a little shimmy in the front end, like when I'm only when I'm accelerating, and they just kind of like, oh well, it, I don't, it doesn't it doesn't seem that bad. It's not making any noises, so you know, I'll yeah. I'll I'll deal with it later. It's like my brakes are squeaking now, but it ain't that bad. Well, you know what happens as mechanics and car guys, we know what happens when a squeak happens. Yeah, when you have two thirty seconds left, you're on a squealer. Yeah, <laughs> you got two thirty seconds left, the which ain't thing, shit. The only thing between you then is air and opportunity for the <laughs> Um And then you're you're just you know, <laughs> SOL. And then it's like, oh, it's crying. You get that infamous customer. Yeah, I need brakes on my car. I always ask, what are they doing? Are you having a noise? Are you having a vibration? Yeah. You want to feel them out. Right. You don't want to just be like, you know, one of these chain so, places. Yeah, 150 bucks. Come on in. Yeah. You know, I, w- I want to know what's going on. Yeah. You know? And, and they're like, oh, it just started grinding three weeks ago. And then da, 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 da. And I'm like, well, three, weeks, three ago. weeks ago grinding. How much do you drive? You drive on the interstate? You drive around town? Oh, I'm on the road all the time. I'm a soccer mom. You're driving your kids around to soccer with brakes, grinding uh-huh. for three weeks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hello. And, and then they get mad when you're like, well, it's, ma'am, well, now you need calipers yeah, because you, you the pushed piston it came out. out. You didn't push it far. out and it's all done and, you know, oh, my yeah. God. And then they look at you like, oh, my God, you're so expensive. Um, yeah, If you'd have came to me when they were squeaking, it'd right. have been a third of the price. Right. <laughs> Now it's your fault. No, yeah. Now I'm the bad guy. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying this, like to the customer, it's your fault. Yeah, you should have came um, in here. You know, but when uh, uh-uh, nah, no, no, no excuses, no excuses. You hear a noise, you should probably ask questions. I'm you don't that. have to ask a mechanic oh, per yeah. se. You don't oh, have yeah. to go to a shop to find that out. You can ask your next door neighbor. Somebody can. There's somebody that you know that can be like, hey, oh, yeah. I just need someone to look nowadays, at my car just nowadays to, for sure, just to see what is going on. Oh yeah. Or you can Google it. Duh. YouTube it. Who the fuck ain't got a smartphone? YouTube mechanic. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get the patch. No, and, and what's funny is, like, honestly, like, I had a friend, Um, he was asking me how to use uh, a union, like, for a compression union. Yeah, like, for a brake line? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, I like, I didn't want to explain it to him via text. Uh, mm-hmm. Find a video. Look at the video. Yep, that seems about right. Send, Send it. it. Send it. <laughs> Send it. Send it. <laughs> So, and so I just sent him, I just sent him the video, and he was like, oh, "Okay, cool, work." And and that's the thing, man. Nowadays, it's so easy. There's so many people. You know, 20 years ago, people were afraid to kind of piddle with their cars. Yeah. And now people want to piddle with their cars because they're so expensive to repair. Yeah. But they're so expensive to repair because there's nine million computers on board. You know what I mean? I mean, I see some of these cars that have three computers from pushing the window switch before the window goes down. Three computers talk. <laughs> no kidding. No, no I know. Kidding. It's I know. crazy. It's like whatever happened to a switch with a ground and rocker done. Bro, up, I've, up and I, down. I've Simple. got a module for my windows. Yeah. Driver, DDM. Driver door module. I mean, I guess that's what it's called. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. I'm like, what is the point? Why do we have to have all this computer stuff? Because everybody wants to be in complete comfort twenty four seven. So they want they want complete comfort. Every amenity, every all the all the Bluetooth to text messaging to yeah, but sync up with your your Spotify, your Pandora, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Your no, Google Play. That I can understand. I can completely understand. But that's that's all that's all what it has navigation to go into. and all this crazy radar and stuff for collision avoidance and all this cool stuff. Yeah. 
that stuff's great. That's understood technology. Mm-hmm. But for three computers to talk when you push the window button versus power windows work fine in the 80s the, what, with two wires. So when I <laughs> when I was a mechanic, when the CAN bus was becoming mm-hmm. the new thing. High and low speed. And I was... I was highly confused by what, like, what, are we, like, what is, what is can bus? Like, you're not explaining anything. High and lows and wiggles and all. That I, I mean, basically, it was just, you know, they were the basic. What they were telling us is like, it's not your on off on the battery anymore no. or in the ignition. It's more of like you got a high and a low and, signal, and when one's up, the other one's down, and blah blah blah. It's, I still, I'm still confused yeah. by it. Trigonometry, basically. <laughs> All the things you don't need to know. Car trigger numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. And uh, actually, that was back when um, Audi they, was putting the, what's the shit they use for cable? God damn talking it. Talking to coax? Or are you talking? Uh, no, they use, it uses light for a signal. Oh, uh, yeah, optics. Yeah, fiber optics. Fiber optics. This is when they're putting fiber optics, optics in Audis. Oh, yeah. And I was like, why would they put fiber you optics know, They started Audi. doing fiber optics on Chryslers back in the 80s. Seriously? Yep. Remember the cars that used to have back in the 80s, they had like the little turn signal indicator on the fenders? Like when you were driving, you, you have one in the dash, you know, left and right. Yeah. They used to have like uh, old 60s Mustangs. They used to have the indicator, like the, the double hood scoop that was recessed. Yeah. They'd have a light there. So as you're driving, you're looking over the hood, you could see that light right in front of you. So you didn't actually have to look down. <laughs> Wow. Well, back then, it you know, in the 60s, of course, it was a light bulb in, integrated to the circuit. Yeah. You know, a wire. Whoop-de-doo. Yeah. But in the in the late 80s, like uh, LeBaron's and stuff. Mm-mm. Yeah. They Fucking had the LeBaron, man. It, it was it was a fiber optic. But it, mind you, it was a fiber optic the size of this pen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And, of course, they routed it in the engine bay, and it's plastic, so that was smart. <laughs> um, it went via well, the, they, the little break, the little black uh, vacuum lines, the hard plastic ones. Yeah. It went via those. They oh, were nice. crunch, crunch, crunch. Nice. And everyone, my turn signal doesn't work. Does it want to dash? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to look six inches down. <laughs> what? I, I'm, I'm distracted now. Yeah, I'm distracted. We're going to wreck my car. <laughs> Shit, everybody's fucking distracted. <laughs> Attracted. Should have bought a Ford. Uh, oh no! <laughs> I'm sorry. Should have bought a VW. Should have bought a Honda. <laughs> Stop playing with it. Stop playing with it. Cause y'all ain't trying to pay that Volkswagen price anyway. <laughs> and that will give you, in comparison to that Chrysler Baron. Most of Chrysler Barons, you know, I would say I'm thinking for some reason '87. That mm-hmm. probably was a popular year for the, for the Chrysler mm-hmm, Baron. Mm-hmm. So now compare this. Flat flip up headlights. 1990 GLI. Mm-hmm. Jetta GLI yeah. with. Not not even with the the not popular the, car the two p not with the two piece BBSs with the one piece BBSs uh-huh. mm-hmm. it's got the Recaros like all yeah. the nice shit right that was a popular car in its time how much do you think it was in nineteen ninety in ninety like MSRP yeah I'll just give you this comparison the Civic I think probably like the EX was like six six or seven grand would you dare put it around nine. Less? More. Keep going. 14. Yep. What? 14,000. Mm. It, it's crazy. You paid, a, you paid a premium for that car. Yeah, you did. But you did. at the same time, in comparison to a Honda, bro, you're getting Recaros. So you're already... Yeah, your wheels, you, tires. I mean, you're getting... You're getting a lot of really, really high-end stuff on it. Yeah, and, I mean, granted, this was like the top of the line. So, I mean, I'm, I'm imagining the SI probably wasn't too much more than... The EX, because the SI wasn't, it wasn't like it had that, that big of a, it didn't have that much of a bigger motor. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they went from a single cam to a twin cam, right. like they did with the Jettas. And the Jettas had like, it was a totally different transmission, totally different engine, 
totally different fuel system. Um, it had everything. everything it had was, it had fucking everything. Everything was everything was spaceship to I'm, what we were accustomed to. Almost. Yeah. It was even, just like wow. So you know how now, like a lot of the hybrid cars, when you come to a stop, the engine shuts off. Mm-hmm. Volkswagen did that shit back in the in the late eighties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, I'm, and I'm sure somebody probably had done them way before then. The a lot of the shit that like they're putting in cars now, like it's nothing new. They just did it back in the day, and it, it didn't take off because it was either one too expensive, mm-hmm. or two it just didn't work right because they didn't they could they couldn't work out the kinks. They didn't have the technology for it. Mm. But they didn't have a they didn't have a hundred fucking computers in it because it's a Lexus, right? I, it, that it, that stuff blows my mind because it's just it's more shit to break. It's just so much more stuff to break. The and a part of the reason why I got out of it is because I didn't want to be a computer technician. That's what it's getting to. Yeah. Every, it's like, everything nowadays is plug in. Everything. It's horrible. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to give you this one too. And this is this is kind of like, basically I, I kind of got this from talking to people with Volkswagens and Volkswagen shops. When it comes to like changing oil mm-hmm. and they're like, oh yeah, you just wait for the light to come on. Wait, mm-hmm. you just wait for the light to come on? How, how does the light know when you need to change oil? Mm-hmm. Does it is it measuring the viscosity of your oil? It, or is it thin? Is does it measure like the thickness, the thinness of the oil? Like, what do you? How do you? How does it know when the oil needs to be changed? Oh, I don't know. It just, it just says to go by the light. And I'm like, but okay. So how long? About how long is that? Oh, they're like anywhere for from seven to ten thousand miles. Ten thousand miles. Ten ten thousand miles. Let me tell you how VW oil filter ain't hanging on for ten thousand miles. I'm not even talking about just Volkswagen. Well, I I kind of just said it on that, but I'm pretty yeah. sure other automakers are the same way. Oh yeah, they kind of have like same system. When I, when I was a GM, they had the same problem with the uh, the what they call an oil life monitor. Yeah. Um, you know, you're driving and it's thirty percent till time to change your oil. Well, yeah. How, how does it actually measure that? Right. Well, and it, the, I guess they measured on how hard you drive it. it. It it's measured on your driving habits through the BCM. It's it's actually kind of it it's kind of cool, but it's not cool because a lot of times it was wrong. Well, you also got to take in consideration. You figure you bought your regular base model Toyota Corolla or whatever. It says do your – I mean, Toyota oil changes are 5,000 miles mm-hmm. until 100,000 miles, and it's 3,000 miles after that. Right. Okay. That's mm-hmm. that's Toyota does their thing, whatever, and yeah. that shit works. Okay. There's just the, – how they had it, that's that's fine. My thing But is- now when they're talking like, wait, so you put synthetic in it and it goes 10,000 miles? Yeah? That's kind of long. Yeah, I, you know, I, shit breaks I, down. I consider seventy five hundred long. You know, so many manufacturers are on the point at seventy five hundred now, and you know, it, it's oh, and that's with full synthetic though, right? Right. It's still, but it's still the problem is is the filter. Yeah, the filter is constantly going to filter, but eventually you get enough stuff in the filter, it's going to bypass. It has a bypass. Yeah. Usually they don't make it far past five thousand, so you've got another 2500 that's just going in and out not being filtered right so what's that doing to the motor Talk getting trash in the motor yep scoring up scoring up bearings scoring up cylinder walls crunchy crunchy yeah game over then then I come around and do a video <laughs> <laughs> that shit's that fucked shit's up. fucked up um, actually I'm I'm gonna give you a fucked up story you ever heard of carbon keeping a motor from turning over by hand Okay, I'm, I'll give you a quick story um, because I, I plan on having this person on the podcast and I'll let them tell the entire story. Nice. But they put a clutch in the car. Mm-hmm. 
Went to uh, check some numbers on the timing belt. Mm-hmm. Spun it over. Clunk. Stops. Okay. Turn it back the other direction. I mean, you know you're not supposed to spin no, motors. Never. But, but, you know. Yeah, you can get away with the a sake little of, bit. For the sake of. Around TDC. <laughs> whatever. So, turn it backwards. Same exact spot. Clunk. Turn it forward. Same exact spot. Clunk. What? Yeah. All right. All they did was put a clutch in it. Okay. Drove the car in and put a clutch in it, and then that happened. So now, what are we going to do? Well, fuck it. Let's take the transmission and then the clutch back Let's off. Let's double check what clutch we did. Clutch and flywheel off. Turn the motor over. Clunk. What? Like, you can hear it stopping. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Somebody dropped something down in there? Like, you can hear something hitting. Yeah. What? Carbon. Chunk broke loose. It, it, I, don't, I don't know if it had broken loose or... I don't know exactly how it happened, but literally, you you took the head off, and there was like a ring of carbon, like in, probably like in a good quarter quarter <laughs> quarter of the uh, <laughs> top of the piston. And, and here's the point where the service manager comes out and says, "Excuse me, ma'am, let's discuss top tier fuels." <laughs> well, the owner is the one who had to pull it apart. Oh my god! I'm in small shop. I'm I'm like and I'm looking at him. I'm like, but, dude, but I ain't never seen no shit like. That's what I'm saying. What's the odds? That's odd. That's stupid crazy. His his complaint was, no, this is just my luck. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, hey, roll with it. I can't speak on that one. Yeah. I can't. That's because on you, that, bro. That's some crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's your luck. I'm over here. <laughs> right. I was like, mm, maybe next time. Yeah. Next time, just act Keep like you didn't there. spin it over my hand and start it anyway. Yeah. Just pull the trigger. Yeah. Like, hey, we Let's drove it in, put a clutch I mean, in. I mean, technically <laughs> speaking, you pull the trigger, it's just going to go crunch, crunch. It ain't going to hurt nothing. It'll shatter before it ever binds. Right, but when you don't know that, when you're just turning the motor over by True. hand, and all of a sudden it make, it just stops. I mean, after you know the fact. It's like, well, I, 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 Right. I mean, the star's got enough torque to kick the, kick through that. Oh, yeah. But you, you you got a ratchet on it, it's totally different. Yeah. I like the ones that try to hit the starter on the ones that, you know, when you just bump the key and then it crank, 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 crank on its own. Like the, Oh, like the newer cars? Yeah, like newer cars. You know, GMs and stuff started doing that. Yeah. Like, you know, with the Acadias. Oh, my God. The Acadias. Which one is that? Is that the one that had like the, 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 the weird roof? with the three six. It's yeah, the high feature V six. Was that the ones that always ate up time and chains at like thirty thousand miles? They were trash. Hated I don't. This car. I don't know too much about GM. It, it's same thing as a Traverse, Chevy Traverse. No, what's Buick what's the GMC Enclave. that has the weird fucking roof? That I think like the like the it rear window rolled up. It did some weird shit. I saw one the other oh, day. I know what you're talking about. That was uh, Envoy EXT. Garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and crap. Yeah. Envoy EXT. That was the one that, like, the back window rolled down and the, the roof partitioned forward to make it like, a, it was like a, it was like a blazer that converted into, it was a transformer. Yeah. It was a pickup truck. Piece of shit. It's junk. Fucking garbage. <laughs> Those roofs always failed. Actually, and just like the, the Pontiac Aztec. Oh, junk. Yeah. <laughs> you, you remember my Pontiac? The little blue one? No. The PJ? That little Le Mans I had? Remember, I had a two-door blue one, and Josh Creed had the gold four-door. I I'm, I think I'm remembering kind of now. I drove the shit out of that car. I had a little fart can on it, raised out with it. <laughs> and uh, it was like literally the baby bastard child version of an Aztec. It looked like a little baby Aztec. It was made by Daewoo. It was a bastard thing from Wait, Pontiac. Okay, I do remember that. Remember it? I had, like, that was the, made by Daewoo? Subs. That was made by Daewoo for, for GM. Mm-hmm. They fucked up. Yeah, let me tell you. That car, 
I bought that thing at an auction for eighty five bucks, and I drove it for ten years. Okay. <laughs> you bought it for eighty five dollars. I bought it for eighty five bucks at a damn. Auction. I thought I was. I thought I was doing good with was, my, my car was, for two fifty. That was completely gangster. <laughs> that, was, that was that was that was the best investment I ever ever will make in my life. I think if you can pay less than a thousand dollars for a car and drive it for at least a year, you're good. Like you you've made your money on that, was, that vehicle. That was like that E van I bought, that brown and tan conversion van. Yeah, the one I used to pull a race car to track with. I never seen that one. That one. Uh, I paid 110 bucks for it. 89 E150. From auction? Yeah. It needed tires, battery, starter, solenoid. You know, put that's a couple hundred bucks of stuff in it, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I fig- drove I drove it all up and down the East Coast taking a race car to the track. Yeah. I it figured was, if you have $1,000. And it, the AC worked. R12. Yeah. Ice cold. Oh, R12? At 12 and 89. I can't even get that shit anymore. Yeah, no. It's hard to come by unless you know somebody. I mean, oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk to this guy. I'm Mr. Fine Everything. Holler at your boy. But uh, yeah, no, I mean that thing. You know how the uh, the old E vans, the the conversion vans, had that cool like you know that wooden cup holder on top of the dog box that had oh, yeah. like the three slots for cassette tapes. You know, there's a there's a there's a there's a club of those guys around here, right? What? Like in Portsmouth? That's cool. I don't know if they still meet up, but like they used somewhere close. I mean, we this is Cavalier Manor. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know if you know how big Cavalier Manor is. If you see a conversion van out here and it has chrome rims on it, guarantee you they they know somebody else with a conversion van that's got follow, chrome rims and shit on guy. it. Yeah, because dude, they, they all know each other. They all fucking hang out. Yeah. Sometimes they meet up and they keep they late, do they keep this shit clean. Late sixties and seventies, that was a hot thing. Badass converted vans, man. No, but these are like nineties, like the like up until the early two thousands, kind of when they they stopped making them. Come full circle, man. They're doing it again. Really? Think about it. They're doing hot rod everything nowadays, man. People are doing custom, just ridiculousness out there. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no! I thought you were talking about like the conversion vans, but well, I mean, well, imagine, I mean, if they're cu- they're hooking up conversion vans now, all right? Like, well, no, this is the, they've been doing this for fucking for years, right? But they also used to do it back in the '60s and '70s. It was the hot rod thing. Yeah. So there was a long time after that that kind of went away. I mean, yeah. there's a few stragglers. Yeah. And now it's coming back. You know, it's just like anything. I mean, eventually people, it's like right now, you know, everybody's going K-Power. Everybody wants K in a Honda. No big deal. You know, K-Series. Everybody's, uh, everybody's hot and horny over it. But there's a, lot yes of those, no. there's, there's a lot of those guys out there that are still crazy over square body cars back from the 80s. Corey, yeah. Corey, he's crazy over them. Yeah. He's, he's a little weird, but, you know. He wants, no, he wants, he's six, he wants another 66 Beetle. Oh, dude. He's been trying to find one. He's actually been looking for his. Every day. I go, I have notifications pop up from Craigslist, things like that. You know, parts I'm looking for, people looking for cars. Yeah. That is one of my notifications. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking. Always. I, 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 I swear, he loved that car. He loved that car. Yeah. No doubt. He was, he was so in love with that car. And I swear, he won't admit it. I swear it took a piece of his soul when he got it. <laughs> I swear it did. Yeah. I swear. He was, he was, it was a super cool car, man. It had yeah. adjustable everything, cool paint job. I mean, it was just a nice car. Yeah. But, I dude. He slacked off on it and he kind of like. He lost interest for that hot second, dude. Yeah. And, and the your, project. And your dad by, was like, all right, well, peace out. Yeah. It was, it was game over and he ended up selling it and buying a John boat or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it was like, wow. Yeah. But. You could tell. You could just, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm get rid of it. Da, 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 da. See, but the thing is, is like, usually, like, you you like a car or whatever, but then, like, you sell it, and you're just like, shit, I never should have sold that. Yeah. I never should have sold my, I, there's two cars that I never should have sold. My 61 Beetle and my 1990 GLI. 
Good call. Those two cars never should have fucking sold. Fucking idiot. Yeah. Granted, the Beetle never would have been what I wanted to be mm-hmm. because I don't have I don't have the skill. First off, I don't do body work. I ain't mm-hmm. got the patience for that shit. For one, Mm-mm. two takes dedication. Yeah. Two. The other part of it's really the money aspect. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's nice to bring something old back from the dead, but nowadays you got to really throw it down money wise. Yeah. I mean, unless you know how to do everything, and I ain't found that guy yet. I can. I mean, you can easily pull the body off. A beetle, like you, you can print out the instructions for it. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, really. it's not even a body. It's it's technically it's uh, unibody. It's a shell. Yeah. It's you know four bolts. You walk away with a motor. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's basically Gra- it. You get two guys and four bolts. You walking away with the motor. You grab a header. I grab the header, and you're yeah. gone, baby. Yeah, and that used to happen. A or, lot. or or just drop it on a furniture mover. Mm-hmm. Kick them out and go. Leave yep. transaxle in it and freaking everything in the front. It's literally like six eight bolts and the whole i-beam comes out the front yeah there's really nothing to it yeah and that's what they're that's why they were they were built for simplicity mm. most people don't know that they don't have an oil filter they have an oil strainer yeah they get that thing in the bottom with the bolts around it and it's yeah, yeah. so you, you could drop the drain plug mm-hmm. and then you, you take the other bolts out and the strainer comes out yep. clean the strainer mm-hmm. put the strainer back mm-hmm. in like there was no and they actually thousand thousand mile oil changes is what they call for yeah have you ever done the uh, thermostat thing to somebody at the parts store no. Why yeah. would I? Come on, man. Come on, that's, man. That's such an old fucking joke. I know, but it's so funny. It's still so funny, <sighs> especially when you get that guy on there. It's like you're calling for wiper blades. He's like, is that four-wheel drive? Um, No. About this Beetle thermostat I need. <laughs> Dude. Well, the thing is now is like you could literally call any parts store, and some, there's somebody there who's going to fall for that joke. The, the problem with parts stores is literally... They live by the prompts on that computer screen. Yeah. They literally do. Oh, I know. They won't pay for someone that has actual knowledge. Right. They'll pay minimum wage, and they'll tell you to follow this, and when you click on that, it'll ask you a question, and then another question, and then another question. Yeah. And then, you know. There are some stores, though, that have, they have, of course, that overweight, older white guy that that works there who knows his shit. Like, you ask him, you ask him something about a, 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 87 Monte Carlo and he'll fucking tell you oh yeah he snaps too yeah oh yeah oh you gotta you gotta trace this wire trace that wire and then you know the find thing, it on the this thing fuse. they don't understand and this like I said being from this side of the table when it comes to working on cars the biggest thing they don't understand is how valuable that is to a community or to a uh, a company yeah because all right Joe Blow calls you up and says uh, I need the ABC part okay cool ABC parts what you need whoever you know, minimum wage Joe answers the phone and says, you need ABC part. Cool. No problem. Mm -hmm. Minimum wage Joe sells you ABC part. You go home, you start working on it. You find out ABC parts, not all that you need because you should have got, you know, ABC DEF part. Yeah. And you need some more gaskets and some other shit because you have to take on some other stuff to get to it. But now that guy, because we live in this day and age. Well, I called over there and I asked for these parts and he sold me those parts. He should have told me I needed all this other stuff. That's but that's not right though. No, it's not. But if you got somebody on the other end of that phone that knows their shit. But everybody, here's the thing: there are people who know specific cars. Oh yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. At the same time, when someone calls for a part, I don't know. I'm not like trying to get the whole story of what you're doing because I don't have time for that. Like you know, we have other customers to work yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, we have other shit to do. Absolutely. Whatever. At the same time, it's like. Okay, if I know that vehicle, oh, well, you're probably going to need this because you have to take these things off to get to that, and you're going to need the gasket for this mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You might as well replace this while you're right there. 
and you know spend an extra spend an extra couple bucks upsell that and then you know see and and the thing is if they would pay just that little more for that guy that knows more he could avoid that issue with that pissed off customer yeah and when that customer goes back and he goes okay well i got abc but this guy says i need def so i bought def and i go back and i fix it and i'm like wow i do this goes here that goes there i did need those parts yeah so now that guy's going to tell you know the what's the old uh, thing it's like uh you know you, you t- make a customer happy he tells 10 people yeah you make a customer mad he tells 50 yeah <laughs> you're right i mean gonna go on facebook with it right outrage so, yeah, so and that's the way it is nowadays. See, but here's the fucked it up part. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you this this comparison. Mm-hmm. You're an electrician. You're a master electrician. Okay. You work at Home Depot. Okay. You know how much they pay you in a fucking hour? They pay you over. They pay you well over twenty dollars an hour. As a master electrician, mm-hmm. you're you know you're you're basically probably going to be manager of this department or whatever. Right. But you don't have to be an electrician. You and I, you sixteen just, are tight. Right, <laughs> you're you're on these four aisles. This is your department. Mm-hmm. You have these responsibilities. Yeah. You work your your probably every other weekend, and that's it. You don't have to climb on fucking ladders and put up conduit and fucking run wire and all that mm-hmm. other bullshit. Like you you don't have to do any of that shit. You got to answer a bunch of stupid ass questions and deal with customers. Yeah, that's it. But you go to fucking AutoZone. Different story. Anybody who works behind the counter, if you're just a regular Joe Schmo, you get fucking what maybe eight dollars an hour. Oh yeah, I will tell you this. There's, I talked to a store manager of, I think it was AutoZone or Advanced. I made more than he did. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm like, dude, you can get the fuck up out of there. And I see these knuckleheads that are over there. You know, that late night you need a part. You know, swinging there at seven thirty right before they close, and these guys are at the counter and they're wet behind the ears. It's obvious. Yeah. And, and they got that. They got that cool little name tag. In the bottom, it says parts specialist, and I'm like, nah, nah, you don't know nothing. He's like, he's like 18 first job, yeah, <laughs> like, parts specialist. I'm Just like, because they taught you how to fucking nah. use a use a uh, well, they they kind of taught you how to use a uh, um, what was the battery? Oh yeah, the battery, battery tool. Yeah, the battery tester. <laughs> you know, you know how and, to scan uh, for codes. Yeah, and put on wipers. Yeah, no, in no, the rain. Fuck that. Fuck that. No, no, the ones. Uh, but I mean. It, People don't understand that it's more beneficial to a company to hire people that legitimately know the job versus, you know, I mean, everybody thinks, well, I can get somebody to fill that spot for half the price. That's the way they look at it. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that that guy's going to perform. They don't care because guess what? You're going to come back. They got you. They got you. Once they have the customer, they have the customer. They're not really worried about yeah. uh, what what the customer service is like because you're gonna come back. Because guess yeah. what? Walmart don't sell everything. That's true. Amazon Prime, you still gotta wait two days. <laughs> and you ain't got no more Toys R Us, dude. And that was the problem with that is like there's some people crying about it. And it's just like, but you didn't do anything to help. One, two, a company refused to basically uh, just get with the times. Yeah. And if you can't get with the times, then what's going to happen? I mean, it's true. You're going to be out back. My, my biggest thing is there were those dedicated people. You know, there were still those guys that would take a kid there on Saturday. Yeah. You know, and I feel bad. And buy nothing. Well, <laughs> well, my, well, my biggest, well I mean, and buy nothing sometimes. But, yeah. You know, there was always that chance. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Well, I was, just, I was just joking. Like, I mean, I've been there plenty of times. And you ain't getting shit when you're in here, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know why you want to come in here. But see, on my end of the deal, it's it's more of a nostalgic thing. Yeah. You know, I remember when I was a kid. My grandmother and my grandfather, um, you know, it would 
pick me up for my birthday, we'd go to that Toys R Us, the one on military. Yep. You get one big, one little. Pick it out. Shit, you big. had it good. Oh, yeah. Every year. Yeah, I used to love good. it. I used to love it, man. I used to, you know, G.I. Joe's, I get like one big, like, tank or something and yeah. a figure or something. Yeah. And, you know, for guys like me, that's part of my, yeah, that's, that's not just, you can't even say childhood. It's part of your life, man. That's, that's, you know, that's, that's in you forever. Yeah. I was lucky enough to do that with my kids. Mm-hmm. But what happens with my kids' kids? They pick it out on Amazon. <laughs> it's not the same. I know. I but know. I mean, it's, it, you know, it, it, it sucks. It is, it is a sign of the times. Everything's going to be on a computer now. You know, everything's going to be whatever you want. Click, click, boom, done. Yeah. Basically. And, and they send it to your door. Or, or you have this virtual store that you travel through. I mean, I don't know about you, but I like going and actually going somewhere and getting what I want and going back home. Call um, me, I guess call me old fashioned. I mean, call me old fashioned or just call me a cheap ass, but I'm the guy who would rather go somewhere. Nah, let's see what it's about. Let's play with it here. Now let's look online while we're here and see where I can find it cheaper. Right. See, but if, that's why I'm glad that Best Buy price matches with Amazon. That's good. But a lot of times they don't care the same products. That's what you gotta watch see, out once, for. See, once that's gonna start happening everywhere. That's gonna start. People are gonna pick up on that. Home Depot and fucking Lowe's need to get up on the train. No kidding. I was there today. Dude, hold on. I'm going to give you this one because it's been pissing me off. Go on go on Amazon and look up, you know, for your, your home um, sander, palm sander, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Look up sandpaper. Mm-hmm. Look look at how expensive it is at Lowe's and Home Depot, and look how cheap it is on Amazon. For a five-pack at Lowe's, it's like $10, $15. Mm-hmm. You go to Amazon, and it's like, for 20 bucks, I can get 60 of them. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Y'all we, must be making a lot of money on that fucking that's on like that sandpaper. Yeah. At the shop, uh, sawzall blades. You know how it is. You use a sawzall blade cutting some steel. You're going through about three or four. Uh, yeah, depending <laughs> on what you're cutting. You know, it depends yeah. on what you're cutting. Um, and if you know how to use a sawzall, do it yourself. Uh, <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you the nice. Uh, my roommate has a new sawzall. I'll show you that one. It's pretty cool. So we went on. You know, we called around and this, that, and the other. Everywhere you go, you buy five, six, ten pack, whatever. Yeah. And it, you know, it's it's like five or ten of them for like. $25, $30. And then we go online and buy a 50 pack for 50 bucks. And I'm going, yeah, what the fuck just happened? And it was even better quality online. It was bought. a better, yeah. Got <laughs> Bend over. But it's almost, it's almost like now it's like you, people are starting to realize, you know, you could easily go to a store and get fucked. Oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah, bend over. And, it's, it's ugly. Oh, well you need it now. You're going to have to pay this price. And, and the, the, the problem with it is, I mean, it's great if you are that organized to where you are waiting, everything's planned out, and you know when you're going to need things. And then you can order them online, and they'll be at your doorstep in a day or two. But what happens when the stores are all gone, okay? We'll just say, all right, stores go bye-bye. Mm-hmm. No stores. Everything's yeah. internet and Walmart. <laughs> so everything's, the only reason I like Walmart is people at Walmart. <laughs> I can do I can do like a whole year's worth of videos in that place. <laughs> that bitch fucked that up. Bitch <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> that bitch is fucked up. So... Say all these stores because it's going there. You know, yeah, Toys R Us is gone. It's Sears is leaving. Yeah, everybody's going away. Yeah. All right. So what happens when you're in the middle of that whatever and you need that thing now? Stop what you're doing. You pay extra for it. <laughs> <laughs> Overnight delivery, but exactly. you still have to stop. See, like you know, it, say say we're we're putting this table together and we run out of screws. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. why can't I go to the? There's no more Lowe's. No more Home Depot. It's all online. Yeah. So now I have to stop what I'm doing, 
look it up, okay, Google it, whatever, mm-hmm. order it, it'll be here tomorrow. Well, what if I wanted to finish a damn table today? Well, I guess it's almost like one of those things where you're just like, oh, I guess I'm not going to finish it today then. Yeah, back to drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm going to do something else. It, it's it's just, there's still, having the physical place to go and get your stuff is yeah. a convenience factor. Yeah, but this, that's why those places are not going to go away. Because once, uh, unless uh, unless they really get undercut by like Amazon, I mean, Amazon's the only one that's going to really do it. Yeah. But will it happen? I I think there could possibly be a point where it, not me or you, but mm-hmm. maybe some politicians going to kind of look at this like, um, I think y'all doing just a little too much. Is this a, a monopoly? Uh, yeah, can't say that word. Cut that shit. No, no. And, then, and they're not going to let it happen. And I'm like, <laughs> no, we're not going to let you do that. It's, it's like, like, it's like, what was it uh, during Vietnam when they had all the, the reports would come through? You've seen Good Morning Vietnam. Kind of Robin Williams. It. Yeah, I kind of yeah. remember that movie. Remember the, the the teletype would come through and what they oh, were yeah. supposed to read and they yeah. had all the all the negative stuff. They had to write all that off. They had to you can't. You know, yeah. So this this three page thing he's supposed to talk about turns into a two sentence line and he's got you know ten minutes to fill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Vietnam. It's like, the, what is up with these snowflakes? What is the deal? People afraid to get their feelings hurt. Look, back when I was young, you got yeah. your feelings hurt. You got the hell over it. Yeah. You know, whatever. Well, did 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 the home dude get over it or did was that situation resolved or Oh, well, I mean it, it was just a uh that guy was just a uh I, I, I guess he was a friend of a friend or a friend of uh of someone's friend. Of someone's whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh he was just putting his two cents in to say that if someone could possibly nowadays blah blah blah. And and all you got to do nowadays is say that people get shook. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, certain people get shook. Yeah. You just have a podcast. It's unedited and it's edited as far as you want it to be. Yeah, and that's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> say whatever the fuck you want. Send it. Um, I, I just, you know, I just, I don't understand why people's all, I mean, yeah. Okay. Guess what? We've had feelings since the dawn of man. See, and you said something <laughs> earlier about like people making a joke and like people taking Okay. People take things seriously, man. So, take the comments from Roseanne Barr. You, like, you, well, hold on. Yeah. But you do realize she's a comedian, right? Correct. So and a hardcore take, one at that. Take that. Take that in consideration. Mm-hmm. So you're automatically you're okay. You might be a little upset about it because of what she said. Like okay, now let's step, let's step that back one more mm-hmm. because she, she it may have not have been a good joke, mm-hmm. but it was a joke. Yeah. All right. Now. Let's now let's analyze the situation. Oh, yeah. The chick that she was talking about does look Jewish. Mm-hmm. Other Jewish people have said mm-hmm. that bitch looked Jewish. So it was kind of like yeah. I get I get what you were doing, but that shit wasn't funny. Yeah, that was it. That's it. The and that's all it needs to be. Okay, and you apologize for it. All right, that's it. Is what it is. She called it like she saw it. Right. That's it. That's it. Called it like it saw. But nowadays, when you do that. There's, oh my, there's consequences oh and repercussions. Oh my god! Oh my god! Everybody's oh, we gotta have a march and we gotta shut down the interstate. And oh my god! I'm like, come on, man, what the fuck? Unfortunately, I'm not gonna say um, that this these people were right or wrong, or if mm-hmm. they did this, they didn't. There's basically it's somebody says you did something. There's no due process. Automatically, well, oh, they said you did it. So now we're gonna treat you're, no more yeah. no more TV yeah, you're, shows you're no more movies you're, no no nothing. Yeah, they it's cut just you like, off. Boom. Why, 
But wait, I can we find out exactly what happened first? Here's, <laughs> here's here's two really good examples. All right, Sam Kennison, the comedian. Yeah. Then you know, wow, screamer. Yeah. Cussing, screaming, blacks this, you know, n word, all that stuff. You know, just going ape shit. Yeah. Everything was controversial and this, that, and the other. And this was, you know, 80s. Everything was this and, and everything was about gays and AIDS and this and that. And he's blah. a comedian. That's he what he's comedian. supposed to do. Right. That's his job. Right? That's his job. Okay. Up until you had those X amount of people that were like, oh, my God, you know, Bible beaters, etc. Yeah. He dies. Legend. Yeah. Richard Pryor. Oh, the first one. Dude, so... He pioneered the like the whole white the white people voice. He was the first to want to start that shit. Okay, same thing. Yeah, you had people that hated, and he dropped the M bomb so much. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I love dude Netflix specials. I love yeah. them. I love them. So you had the group of people that hated him. You had the group of people that loved him. He dies. Legend. Yeah. What's the difference between them and what you have with Roseanne? So and and what's funny is you, you said that. So back back when one of my one of my good friends passed away, um, you you kind of see the fakeness in people when when someone dies and it's like now they feel bad for you. Mm. Here's what I would I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna say and I'll say this publicly and I like I mean this to the day I die. If you don't like me when I'm alive, don't like me when I'm dead. Amen. Dude. Don't come to my funeral. Don't fucking feel bad so for me. So serious. Do not feel bad for me because guess what. I didn't like you when when I was alive, and I didn't like you when I was about to die. Amen. So the shit shit does not change just because I'm dead. Yeah, nah, bro, don't I, like me. I ain't talked to you in in ten years, and then all of a right. sudden you come to my funeral. I want to stand up at the podium. Right. Yeah. Oh my god, he was the greatest guy, and this, that, and the other. Blah blah blah. I'm like, where have you been for ten years? <laughs> right. And what's funny is like, uh, I remember uh, so I listened to one of the podcasts. I listened to uh, this guy Joey Diaz. So he was talking about, he was talking about funeral. Like he doesn't like going to funerals because when, when that person shows up, and he knows that the person who died didn't like that person and oh. was like, I don't want that person at my funeral. He's the motherfucker that say some shit to him. Oh, he's the call out. He's the call out. My man. And you, but you know it's worse when you're at a funeral because yeah, you can't. people are already kind of in their feelings. You're in your feelings, and this motherfucker shows up. Mm. Oh shit! Yeah, what do you do in a situation like that? I mean, really? Yo, dog, you gotta leave. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, let, me, let me talk to you out of here. Right? Yeah. Man, let me let me let me, let me, let me, let me talk let me you out of here. Let me holler. At you. Let, I, I just yeah yeah. I, I'm not cool with that kind of stuff either, man. Same I mean, thing with weddings too, man. Mm. So, uh, like, I was. I don't I don't know if I should say this publicly or not, but I'm going to anyway because that's just what I do. It's, <laughs> but it's a podcast. I'm not just gonna say any names. But anyway, so like, go. basically, like there was. Um, a, a wedding that I was in, um, there was a, a plot of, you know, when the priest says, you know, is anybody who the objection objects to them being married, they were going to say yes. Ooh. That's like a cardinal. Sin. I would have punched your ass in the motherfucking face. You just don't do that. You just don't do that. Right. And it's just like, I mean, I mean, for the who? guy, it's one thing, but for the girl, it's always her, the happiest day of her life. This what basically like this, this was somebody telling some. This was so hard, hard, so hard, like trying to get around it. But it was, it was someone basically convince another person to to do, like to go along with it. So this was to be a joke. No. So some shit was going down. 
some shit was going down and they basically conspired this. And it was like, that ain't the time to do it. And it, but the whole thing, it was like, but why? Because you don't like this other, you don't like so-and-so? Do you know him? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, it'd be different if they were like, you know, tight friends, this, that, and the other, and he wanted to break out some shit. But you say that shit before they even get close to a wedding. Like, hey, man, look, I right. heard some shit and you might need to check in on it. Yeah. And I've been to yeah, a drama field. I've been to a drama field wedding and it's that's some movie yeah. shit. It's a yo, movie shit. Yo, first off, I, you know, if you got one coming up, I'll, I'll video. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't have any coming up. I wasn't expecting this first one either. Like, just like, boom, there it is. It, it, it was like we showed up and it was just like all of a sudden it was like drama. Uh, so are, are, are we going in? Are, are we still, are we still, are you all doing this still? <laughs> I just tripped into a wedding. How'd that yeah. happen? Well, it was, it was, it was the, it was the best man's girlfriend that the bride didn't like. Uh, yeah. It was so. There was that was it was dun, serious. Dun dun dun. Yeah, Trauma. and we got there, and it was all hell broke loose. And like, yo, she's in a wedding dress and whatnot, and uh, she's yelling out, "Oh man, are we doing this?" Let me tell you, it. If you got something to say, if there's something going down, somebody's getting married, and you got something to say. Here's my thing, man. You don't do it at the wedding. Yeah, you do you, it. You put that shit aside. The wedding. <laughs> you well, do it before. The, well, no, no, I mean, I mean. Now, here's the thing. Here's Imagine a, the embarrassment, okay? Here's the thing. If you are if you are not if you are not a part of the immediate family, shut the fuck up. Amen. Because I am sure. Because if if your mom if you're okay, if if your mom is the only one who was like, "You know, I really don't like her. Like she just seems uh, kind of a whore." Gonna, that's always going to. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But you didn't uh, Well, do you not you don't have to come to the wedding. I don't Right, but I mean, you know, family's one thing. But family's going to have opinions. Everybody's opinions stink. Mm-hmm. Okay? So my thing is, is if it's... What if it's like the, the guy's best friend? They've known each other since kindergarten. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, is more than Don't likely... Don't do it at the wedding. But here's the thing. If he's your best friend... Here, if you are my best friend, bro, tell me this shit when it happens. Amen. I don't want to hear that or shit 10 years find, later. Or when you find out. Yeah. Dude, I was going to tell you about that. Fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. you, man. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Was, Fucking yo, asshole. So I was, I had to work some extra shifts and um, there was overtime involved. And I don't give a fuck, nigga. years ago. Pick up the goddamn phone and be like, bro, this is how I feel about you uh, and your girl. See, your girl, Shanita, she needed my dick and not yours. And like, I'm not even talking that I little. I forgot even, to really tell you. <laughs> even if you don't like somebody. So here's my thing. I keep my mouth shut. If I don't know you like that, I just keep my mouth shut. I don't care. Like I, I can't care because yeah, just, just we're not cool like that. You stay out the drama. Yeah, but if if we're cool, if it me, me and you boys, oh yeah, bro, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what's up. We're gonna talk. If if I feel That's some kind up. of way about something, I'm gonna go. I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it open for you to think about it. But I'm just gonna be like, yo, bro, this is this is this is what I saw. Mm-hmm. This is how I how how I feel about that. You you take it where you want to. I just I just think the biggest deal. I mean, it sucks for anything like that to happen in a relationship, regardless, married, not married. You've been married for what? For a fucking ever now, right? Um, wow, man, you're gonna put me on a spot like that. Mama's gonna kill me. Uh, see, well, Shelby's 14. We've been together since Shelby, so we're we're on the 15 year mark. 15 years we've been together. Uh. Wow, been married for like ten of it. Yeah, still with the same chick. Got two kids, holding it down, old school. Good. That's just good. That just guess that was how I was raised. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's not a lot of that anymore. 
No, you know. Unfortunately, I mean, I've always been that. You know, and it's cliche, but you know, don't go to bed angry. Don't oh, you know? I was never taught that, but that's a personal thing with me. I mean, I I've, can't. I've had one or two of those. You know, just crazy. And literally, I mean, you know me. I crack a joke at a whim. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and literally, like, she's huffing and puffing and pissed off, and we've been fighting. And I mean, like, yelling, screaming, it happens. Yeah. You know, all couples do it. I don't, if you I don't, don't, you're not real. Mm-mm, I can't get to that point. See, if it's yelling and screaming, I, I'll be the first one to back down because I don't I don't want to I don't want to I've, I've got point. to the point where it's like, you know what? You know what? Just just, just stop right now. Yeah. Just chill. You need to take a breath. Yeah. I'm going to go outside and burn one. You go make a sandwich or something, chill, do your thing. Make a sandwich. Or <laughs> Hell of a joke. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> make me a sandwich? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, and I, and I mean, we've gone to bed angry before, mm-hmm. but I will literally be the one to break the ice and crack the joke. Yeah. Like, you seriously going to be mad at me in the morning? <laughs> or, I just, you know, just just try to, to, to break the ice. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, it, a little bit of humor helps. Oh it no! Does. It you know if you can get them to giggle, I win. You know you, uh, a mutual friend of ours. I am jealous of Justin because Tabor. Yeah, love that guy, dude. Because every time, every time some bullshit happens, he's always the first one to say some shit. You just like out of the I blue. I can't even be mad at you, man. Like, out so, of the shut blue. the fuck up. <laughs> out of the blue. Exactly. Yeah. It's just out like out of the blue. You could be at a funeral and he's gonna say something funny, and you're like, oh my god, Justin, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you be sitting there having a serious moment, but like, man. My grandfather just died or something, and you know you're just you're just down in the dumps and everything, and then he'll, he'll come up with you like you know I wonder in Japan if they're as crazy over left hand drive cars as we are over right hand here. <laughs> it's just out of you, the blue. So you can't even do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like the fuck. Yeah, like but, but it, it but it gets you out that spot for a second. You know, but me is more like I don't guy. I don't know what to say, and I'll just all right. I'm just gonna shut up and go over here. <laughs> I'll just shut. Justin's up. good people. Yeah. I love him to death. His brother Billy too. Help him out all the time. Was he uh, is he still he's still uh working at ESI? Doing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I believe he is. Okay. Yeah. He's doing good. Good. I hope uh hope he's doing okay. I know his his wife had a unfortunate diagnosis lately. So uh, I don't know. Yeah. She's uh she's got a little bit of cancer they're working on. So I hope I hope shout out to Billy. I hope they're uh doing okay. Yeah. Well, I have a friend who's on his second cancer treatment. Mm. Um, the first time they got rid of it through chemo. Mm-hmm. Second time they took out a lung. Ouch. Yeah, twenty six. Mm. I just I just found out a good friend of mine that I uh, that I worked with over at Kia when I was there. Twenty five years old, bone cancer. That's rough too. And they've man. they've they've straight up they've he's he's on he's on. You know, that's a rough not one. when it's you know not how long it's when. Yeah, that's scary, dude. Twenty five years old, man. Um, he's just a, beginning to live. A friend, um, friend I I know in Rhode Island, uh, she had a um a patient. She did in home mm-hmm. nursing. No, yeah, same age as her. Uh, brain cancer. I'm telling you, dude, it's crazy. Life's it short, is. bro. Well, the thing is, you like, can't have I mean, fun and laugh. Don't do it. Life life is even shorter when you don't expect some shit like that to happen. You're just like fuck, like. I ain't so now. That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, you you gotta have fun now. Yeah. Get you gotta live in the now. Yeah. You gotta live now. You gotta have fun now. If you want to take that trip, do it. If you want to go, go somewhere and have fun. Go see your buddies or whatever. Do it, dude. I'm. I'm. Tomorrow ain't guaranteed, man. And it's funny you say that because I was thinking of something today, and I I feel like a lot of people are mistaken when they make 
especially career choices. Mm. I would say do something that you could enjoy doing. You don't have to. Something that you don't dread going to work for. Right. I don't want to be out in the heat. I don't want to be inside all day. I don't want to fucking wear a suit. I don't want to wear this or mm-hmm. do that or smell trash or whatever. Yeah. You you shouldn't have those complaints when you go to work. No. If you if you could choose the right career, it's not it's not about what you are passionate about. You don't have to be True. passionate about your actual career. True. But could you tolerate it? Yes. Did you get paid well? Yes. That's it. Yeah. If you're passionate about something and you can get paid good money to do it and survive, by all means. Amen. But if, I'm all about that. If I'm passionate about cars, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that shit as a career. Uh, fuck that shit. See, you, you get to the thing, like with me, I'm really good at it. Why not keep doing it? Yeah. I've always I've always been that guy. And this is a in my wife, oh my god, she I don't know how she puts up with me. I've always been that guy that I care more about what other people think. Ooh. I've always been that guy. Ooh. You know, I know, Man, I know. Rough. I know. I've always <laughs> been that guy. But I've always been that guy that, you know, I want to I'm the guy that wants to take care of you. I want to make sure you're taken care of, everything's good. Yeah. And I put myself out a lot. A lot. Yeah. And it and it sucks. Um especially once you start having children and you know you're married and all you know you know life friends are dropping like flies now at 38 it sucks yeah you know and and things like that and then you start realizing you're like man all the shit I could have done for me and now you're like but you're so dedicated all your life that's all you know take care of this person take care of that person take care of the customer take care of this take care of that yeah and 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 I've always it's just I grew up in a family business where you know that that was the norm. Yeah. You know, you took care of people like family. Yeah. Because your your dad your dad owned the shop or was my that? grandfather owned it. Okay. My grandfather owned it. Um, my aunt, my uncle, and my father ran it. Um. Before that, my grandfather would like come down on certain days and still write inspection stickers and stuff yeah. like that. My grandmother did the books. Um, I mean, but I mean they. You know, you got to think when I went to work there. Uh. I mean, I call it, I did my time five years. Yeah. When I did my time, it was literally, I was working on the grandchildren of my grandfather's customers. Oh, shit. Where my dad was working on the children of my grandfather's customers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm third generation mechanic working on third generation of customers. Yeah. We're talking, we're talking customers that spread all the way back into the fifties. That's, I mean, that's it's that's nuts. super old school, though. It's very old. School. You don't find that shit now. And, and 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 I still do a lot of that type business when I deal with customers and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I'll literally, you know, I'll literally call a customer and say, "Look, are you sitting down? Well, yeah. What's what's going on? Well, the reason your vehicle won't go forward and only goes backwards is your transmission's failed." Here's the deal. Your car with a good transmission is worth approximately fifteen to eighteen hundred dollars. You need about a twenty eight hundred dollar repair. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money, but what I would do, you need to. I, I tell them I have I, this is this is legit. This is a yesterday conversation. Yeah, and I told this lady I said <clears> I really <throat> want you to think about this. The car in the situation that it is is now. It's probably worth two fifty three hundred dollars at the junkyard. Nobody's going to pay you any kind of good money for it nowadays. Yeah. You need to sit down and make a decision. 
I mean, I literally talk to them straight up. I'm not going to be like, oh my God, the car's so valuable. It's so worth it. Put a transmission in it. But it's not even about the value of the car, though. No. It's about like, what, okay, so what is your long-term goal for this vehicle? Exactly. So is, if, is this you your are, A to you, B? Or is this your daily? Is well, not like, even that. It's like, do you want to keep it? Yeah. And do you want to drive it? Yeah. So if you if you don't mind driving this car for the next 10 years, put $2,800 into it. Exactly. If it'll last you for that for that extra my, 10 years. Right. But my biggest thing is, is I want that customer to make that decision. Yeah, want, right. You're just like, you're I, giving them the options. that I want them to know that I'm not here to push it on them. Yep. I'm, and that's the problem with business nowadays. Yeah. They want to drive it and drill it into your head. They want to they get you to do that uh, fuel injection flush. Yeah. Fuel injection service. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's the me, most bullshit yo, they, they sell let me, you. Let me tell you about one of the biggest arguments I've ever got into as a technician professionally. Previous job at Kia. Got into an argument with a service manager and a owner, a partner of the company, top of the totem pole. Mm-hmm. Actually, second in line, to be exact. Mm-hmm. Vehicle comes in for its free oil change. No big deal. Yeah. Nice lady, super cool customer. Um, multiple vehicles with the dealership. This was her new car. Okay. 17,000 miles. Bring the vehicle in, free oil change. All right, bring it in, check it over, free oil change, send it on its merry little way. Yeah. I get called in the office. What's going on? Now, mind you, this is in the midst of motor and transmission hell because warranty was a bitch at the time for uh, um, Kia Motors failing and stuff like that. And of course, I have, <laughs> I have a shop full of prima donnas that I don't want to do that no more. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I got parts counter giving me a hard time. I got six motors back here with your name on it. <laughs> I got nowhere to put parts. Can we put them in your bay? No, yeah. you can wait till I bring the cars in. So I literally get called in the office and it's a manager with the stack of the, the vehicle information and all of her tickets yeah. on this new vehicle mm-hmm. and a partner. And they're looking at me like, I'm, I'm the worst person on earth. And I walk in, I'm like, what's going on, guys? Now, mind you, I have work to do. I'm busy. Right. What's the problem? Oh, well, uh, you just brought this vehicle in. Numbers are down. And uh, you didn't recommend a fuel injection service. 17,000 miles. 17,000 like, miles. 17,000. It was due at 15. Hold on. This gets better. Wait, what? what's due at 15? It was due at 15,000 miles on a Kia. What? The fuel injection service. Does it have direct injection? GDI. They still would do it. They still would do it. Well, okay, so I know I know about direct injection and I like the carbon buildup that like usually mm-hmm. is caused by whatever. So as a preventative measure, then like I mean, pour, I still think fifteen. In. I, huh? It's a pour in. It's what? a pour in and a vacuum thing. You know, that's all it is. Oh it's, yeah 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 yeah. But all. you're but you're directly flushing the injectors. No. Hooks to a vacuum line to the intake. Runs through combustion only. Does not go through the injector lines. We have a pour in that goes in the tank and eventually gets through there. Three-part system, it's a nightmare. Oh, is that the 44K shit? Nah, wins. Oh. It's good stuff. Yeah. I, I don't really trust it on a direct injected. Old school injectors, yeah, it works great. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so they're in there giving me a hard time over 15,000-mile service. Car's got 17. I did the oil change. They looked at it as if I just did the oil change and blew the car out. Didn't right. check it over. Didn't do nothing. Right. And I walked in there, and I'm like, well, what is the problem? Well, this, you know, you should have recommended this. Well, that's bullshit. What do you mean it's bullshit? I said, well, obviously you got your duckies in a row and you got your uh, ammunition right there and her paperwork. Let me see that real quick. Now, mind you, at this time, the manager's trying to show off in front of his boss. Of course. You know, he's trying to, mm, right. you know, he's on a strong arm. Right. I said, so here's the oil change I just did. 
Okay, 17,000 miles. So let's go back to 15K. Nobody did, all, no, nobody did a fuel service there. Oh, it was a different technician too. Did you bring him in here, give him a hard time? Hmm. Uh, 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 I said, okay, wait a minute. Because I'm not checking over the car. I rolled back three more. Because recall, recall, whatever. Yeah. 12,000 miles, somebody banged her for the fuel injection service early. Hmm. I looked at him and I said, did you give this guy a hard time for fucking her already? <laughs> he was like, uh, and then mind you, the owner. Yeah. He's, he's, he's turning red. He's red. Yeah. Red is my shirt. And I'm like, I got work to do. You're pulling me in here over 109.95 and I got five, six motors sitting in parts. Yeah. To show off in front of your boss. Well, that, that's the thing. Is like they always. This is bullshit. They always got to be petty about that shit. I said, if you want to do something, really do something. How about you find 12,000 mile mechanic that fucked her early? Yeah. And bring him in here. Oh, but you got that money. You okay with Because he made money. You just, you got it early. Yeah. But no, don't come in here. Give me a hard time. You ain't even done your fucking research. Dude, it's my ass. I've gotten bullshit over an $11 that. gasket. What? Yeah. So this was, this was my life lesson. 2001, Altima. Mm-hmm. Check engine light. Oh, PO420. Uh, no, was it PO420? I don't know. Converter S- system. No, it wasn't. Um, uh, wasn't converter. System bank one lean. One seventy one. Uh, damn, I'm good. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. I, I think and and a one seventy one is is lean. I think and but, and a converter code. I yeah. think either way. Um, intake manifold gasket. Yeah, run lean. Master tech. <sighs> what you need to do, right? Nah, what? What? Pull the motor. What? Pull the motor. Man, I need to pull this goddamn motor. Fuck you talking about? <laughs> nah, pull the motor. I had to do it twice. What? They, dude, and then they called me in the office over over the eleven dollar gasket. I'm like, dude, this this job paid. I think it paid four hours. Mm. The first one took me eight to do. Mm. And then I had to do it again because the the gasket got got pinched. So I made I made four hours and what two and a half days. Yeah. And I'm like, you want me to pay for an eleven dollar gasket? Mm. You want me to pay for an eleven dollar gasket? I lost all that because I had to do it twice. And I got to pay for the part. And I got to pay for the part. Mm, for not. y'all, like I was like y'all, just seriously being that petty right now? No, like, no, like, like I don't do shit here. I don't make y'all that's money. Horrible, dude. It's eleven dollar fucking gasket, man. Get real. Yep. That's that's the way they are, man. They only see money. They don't see facts. They don't see people. They don't see. Like I said, man, you got to take care of people. They don't want to. But, Nobody wants to. It's all money, dude. And but the bullshit is, is like, and I'm sure you you dealt with it at Kia too. It's almost you have to you have to fight to get paid. Oh God. Oh yeah. Wait wait wait. I did work. You know that I did work. Now I have to argue with you on why I should get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Welcome to warranty. It's not even, but some, sometimes it's not even warranty shit. Oh yeah, I've seen people do it at Firestone. Firestone ain't got no warranty shit unless they're doing tires. Oh yeah, you still can get paid for it though. They they literally if they put half of that amount of effort into running the business correctly, that they do of trying to screw you out of an hour's worth of time. Yeah, everybody be making bank. It'd be, the the it'd thing be is, is they make the other part of my problem was when I worked at a dealership was you make the dealership. The money. Mm-hmm. You get paid twenty dollars an hour. They sh- they charge one hundred and twenty five dollars an hour. Oh yeah. 
they treat you like complete shit. Mm-hmm. But you can get your nails done. Sell no uh. salespeople. <laughs> salespeople get lunch fucking oh, yeah. every every other day. They fucking do all this bullshit. Of or, course, most of them do cocaine. Um, oh yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> Oh, uh, I know. Yeah. I, dude, we, you see five oh. of them leaving the car. They'll be gone for 10 minutes, and they come back. Dude, and you see them walking so fast through that lot. I used to have a service director that would come in there all sketchy and skitterish after work and stuff. Or not after work, after lunch. Yeah. And he'd always be rubbing his right pocket, make sure his little vials in there, you know. Make sure, <laughs> make sure this shit didn't fall out in the car or something. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. It's, we had, it's still there. We had a couple of guys. Like, and wow. We, we knew who they were. They're like, come on, man. We, we know y'all doing Yo, coke. Yeah, it, you always know the ones that... Hang out with them after hours, like the technicians that hang out with the service director. Oh no, we didn't do that. We didn't. We never. We never crossed that line. Oh no, no, no. There's always that one. There's always that one. That shop bitch. The the, the 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 pet. We had we had one over at GM. <laughs> they would go to lunch together and stuff because he was selling it to the boss. <laughs> oh my god. But I don't understand why he's got 17 brake jobs today. It's weird. <laughs> oh, hey, hand me six more oil Look, changes, please. Wait, he's selling to him and giving him all the work? Oh, Double yeah. Pay? Getting a hookup. Must be no, nice. it was like, I'll feed you, you feed me. Right. Ah, oh, see? All right. Well, yeah, shit. Well, well, fair enough, fair well, enough. Just make me want to start. Selling. I don't have to pay you nothing. I just got to make some, some shit happen. Yeah, I got to make some shit happen. Make you feel special. <laughs> nah, it's, it's Yeah, it it's is, crazy. man. I just, I just like taking care of people. That's my thing, man. There's nothing wrong with that. No, it's it's, but, old, it's old school, man, and that's the problem nowadays. Everybody's getting away from that mentality. There's no such thing as people. There's well, no yeah, because thing. it all it all it all stems back to social media and like, how are you going to review me? Yeah. Well, nowadays, do I know. answer? Do I answer messages fast enough? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Responds immediately. <laughs> Jamie, Jeremy Hunger Facebook page. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I deal with people, man, it I I just like keeping them on the same level. Yeah, I don't I don't want to be you know the the customers down here and you're the big bad manager employee whatever and you're talking down to them like oh my god your shit's broke and it's gonna be horrible and no dun no. dun dun it should never be like that no anyway. no 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 I, I I have people come in and they walk in and God knows how many times this happens anymore in business shake their hand. Hi, how you doing? Yeah. How's your wife? I seen your kid in here wait, the other wait, day. Wait, 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 hold on. No, shake their hand and not sell them anything. Yeah. I get customers that come by, literally, to see how I'm doing. Yeah. Hey, man, how you been? It's been hot as hell this week. I got customers that call me. Hey, about two more weeks, I'm going to bring in my car by. Is that cool? Just call me when you're ready, buddy. It's real simple. And then they want to carry on a conversation. Granted, it's a pain in the ass when you have a business. Right. Because you're busy. Yeah. Especially when you're like a one-man wrecking crew trying to run, you know, parts and estimates and cars and making sure stuff gets done and inspections. It, it gets wild and crazy. Plus, other phone lines are ringing. Yeah. Freaking, my phone goes off constantly. People sending me messages. <laughs> uh, Dude, I've seen your video. Dude, oh, 30,000 views already. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Who's this guy from Australia that wants to be my friend? I don't know this guy. I don't know this bloke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good day, mate. But it, it's there's no personality anymore in yeah. business, man. It's all you know, and that, and that's the thing, man. It it's not. Oh yeah, that's the chick that bought a motor last week. Versus yeah, that's Mister So and So. We've been working on his car and his kids' cars, and oh, he even sent his coworker over here. They're really good customers. Yeah. See, but hearing people on the opposite opposite spectrum mm-hmm. when they're like, 
I went to so and so shop and like this is how my experience was and you yeah. kind of think it in your head it was like maybe maybe there's something you manifested but at the same time I could see how someone could fuck you like that and you're just like I can't I can't work on everyone's cars well, you can't all, work there's on always two car. sides there's and, yeah always and there's always two sides, sides of the story and, and, and perspective is a motherfucker right and then at the same time it's just like I you should always get a second opinion it's just like going to the doctor right I mean, granted, yeah, you're gonna have to pay a little money for it, but if it's something that you're you're trying to spend thousands of dollars, or someone's trying to charge you thousands of dollars, and you're kind of like, I don't know. You go and you look, and and I take great pride in this. I mean, I I mean literally, and, and this ain't just saying it from a business aspect. This is seriously me talking as me, regardless of work, regardless of anybody else. Mm-hmm. If you go on Rentalift on their Google, and you look at their reviews. And you look at the five-star ratings. Everything is a five-star rating. But the, the, the every almost every single comment is, man, I went in there and I talked to Jeremy and I talked to Patty and I talked to Ron or I talked to Eddie. Mm-hmm. And th- they made me feel welcome. They made me feel like we're at home. They made, you know. Yeah. That goes a long way now. Yeah. There's no more of that. Yeah. People want to well, know they can go somewhere and feel comfortable. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I literally have customers that come by on Saturdays, hide from the wife, want to watch big screen. Yeah. <laughs> and hang out. They bring pizza. Yeah. It's great. I mean, they li- it's, it's like hanging out at home. Yeah. But it, once you treat people that way on the same level that, you know, treat people how you want to be treated. Right. Dude, it, it comes back to you tenfold in the long run. It's huge. Not all the time, but most of the time. I guess a in, lot of the time. In, in your instance, it definitely works out in your favor. Oh, yeah. And, and it's the same thing with your company. Yeah. So if you're being the, you know... You kind of are the face of the company, so when people see Jeremy, yeah. like we already know, we already associate you with me. with Riddle. Everybody so, knows me, so um, it's like, but we all know if we have an issue, I can come to Jeremy. And say, hey, Jeremy, you know what I'm saying? What's yeah, up? You, you know, know, I won't put you in the wrong direction. Right. I'll do. I'll do everything I can. But and 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 sometimes that's a downfall of mine because I've got things going on, but I still take that time. Yeah, I still take that time. I mean, I have people that you know. I look at my phone and oh, it's just this guy again. He never spends no money. Yeah. But I still take my time to help him. Yeah. If I don't, I feel me. If I don't, it, it it's like I get an empty spot. You know what I'm saying? It's weird. It's weird. It's like I can't not help him. Right. I, and that's the thing. I'm like, just that kind of guy. In, in your position, in your position, it's almost like, like if I were in your position, yeah. it's like okay, I, I know how you are. You're not really appreciative, so I'm I'm gonna help you, but not that much. Right. I mean, yeah. this guy over here, a little he bit. takes care of me. Yeah. He he treats me as. I mean, there's always those, you know, and, and and sometimes it's like you know, I get that phone call, I'm elbow deep, and it's Joe Blow customer that you know every time he only calls me for information, he fixes it at home. Yeah. Take his number. I'll call him back in a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna stop what I'm doing, but there's gonna be that one I, I always focus on there's always gonna be that one time he's gonna be able to he's gonna have something he cannot do yeah and then I have him yep once I have that and I fix whatever it may be maybe the next time when he goes oh I can put this in my drive oh, well you know Jeremy really took care of me last time yeah I'll just take it back over to him and eventually it pays off it works yeah it's just old school business it is but unfortunately, it's time consuming. Yeah. And you being you, yeah. You're only one person. Yeah, it's hard. So you can only do but so much. It's hard, man. I mean I mean we work I mean, I'm there sixty five hours a week. 
Yeah. I'm used to working a lot of hours. Um, I've always been kind of a workaholic, but eventually it takes a toll on you, man. I mean, I mean, we're there a little later. We open at eight, um, but we're open till eight. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I say eight. We're open. We're there at nine. I'm eight thirty, eight forty-five. We start rolling in. Yeah. So, it, it it's just one of those things, man. It's like, come five six o'clock, man. You're not just physically tired. You you get to the point where you're just like, you know, I need to take a break. Yeah. I gotta stop. I I, I gotta sit here and and even if I just you know start checking messenger or something. Yeah. I, I got you gotta take that break. Yeah. It, it just it gets to the point where it's like, man, I'm just I'm really tired. <laughs> I, I mean, get really tired, um, and it aggravates me. But at the same time, I guess I'm a nice guy. My wife hates when I say that. You, but you got to take care of yourself, man. I know. I know. You look out I, for I preach it, and I don't follow it. Here's the thing, and I'm gonna tell you. I, this is exactly how I tell people when I tell them shit like this. No one gives a fuck about you like mm, you do. No shit. So when it comes down to all these people need help, but I got shit to do. Mm-hmm. Do your shit. Yeah, no. Like, dude, like, hey, man, I'm busy. I'm I sorry. Need to, I need to start doing that more. That's for sure. Because my wife, you know, it's not about saying yes, man. It's about saying no. You yeah. gotta, like, you really gotta get to the point where you're just like, you know what? I, I really, I, I'm sorry. I really would like to help you, but I can't. This is no shit. You're gonna laugh. I'm pulling up my phone right now. This is today. Today, Sunday. Yeah. My only day off. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four. Five, six, today. Messages about cars, uh, fix my stuff. That's shop messenger. Neighbor, there's a vehicle parked over by his place. Um, another guy asking about car stuff, car stuff AC. This was <laughs> this this is one trying to actually call me on messenger. <laughs> this is a customer. This is a customer. He's, he's got a pretty cool little car. He comes up there all the time. Yeah. Uh, just had a baby. Really, really cool guy. And his, his wife's great, too. Yeah. But, yeah. This, today. It's Sunday, guys. Sunday. Hey. I have Some, some shops day. are open. <laughs> yeah. Firestone is open. <laughs> but I... They'll be glad to fuck this like, shit up. You know, I understand you're going to fix your own stuff. But at the same time, it's like, guys, come on. Even I need a break. Right. Even but, but I need a break. The thing is, like... Well... The thing is that people don't understand. People, well, people aren't you, so they don't know how many messages you are getting. But I'm gonna message him right quick just to see if he responds. Yeah, you know, whatever. But then, of course, and you're just adding, you're just that one more. Somebody else did that, had that same thought too. Yeah, and they messaged me too. And and then the more people you know, exponentially it gets retarded. It goes ridiculous. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, you just gotta man, you just got prioritizing yourself and just like I said, just say no, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the middle of uh, I straightening up the to place. Say no. <laughs> yeah, right. I know shit. But uh, yeah, I'm in the middle of we're getting ready to clean up the place I'm at and move out, moving into a different place so I can get Shelby in a different district at school and just all that stuff on top. But I mean, literally, I've been Home Depot three times, painting all day. Yeah. And you know, still got time to come see my man. Appreciate but, it, man. Appreciate uh, it. You know, I it's like you know. I, I mean, dude, even on vacation. Fuck that. I don't answer. Even on vacation. Dude, bro. Like, when I'm on vacation, I, I'll take I'll take my phone, my company phone have, with me I to have, use it. I have literally thought about getting a second phone. Um, I'm, like, have my own and work-related. 
or work and social well, media. You know related. they have like you know they have like Google Google phone right? Like you yeah, have a Google phone number. Technologically retarded. Well, that's so you have one phone and two phone numbers. Well, but um, the problem is the problem is you already have people hitting you up on that. Well, are they on hitting you up on your phone number or on your messenger? Well, they hit me on my messenger. Mm-hmm. But you also got to think when I had my shop was my phone number. But that was a different story. When I had my own place, yeah, back when I was working nights after Kia in my own shop, it was a different story because I could schedule how I wanted. If I was taking a week off, I wouldn't schedule nothing that week. Right. And if they got with me, they got with me. And everybody knew, don't call, just text. Yeah. They shoot me a message with all the information. I had them trained. It was great. <laughs> and, you know, everything would work out and I'd make it happen. I'd tell them, so-and-so this day, what time and when. Yeah. But... um yeah, it, it gets to the point some days. I mean, my thing is, is I shouldn't have to cut off my personal stuff, my phone, so I can enjoy a vacation or a day off. You know, but it, it sucks. You sh- you shouldn't have it to. Sucks. But guess what? Like like who you have to? Like for instance, September, I'm heading up to Pigeon Forge, going to Gatlinburg, going past Mom's. Yeah, and I'm going for the Grand Rod Run. I love going there. It's a great time. What was that Grand what? Grand Rod Run. What is that? Um, imagine Carlisle. Without all the stuck-up assholes, no entry fees, no trophies, hmm. just people all over the nation just coming to hang out in the parking lots all right. for eight miles. Okay. All the cars you can imagine. From Dude. any, in all walks of life cars. Yeah. I mean, I've seen chop channeled, rotted, slammed to the ground school buses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From, school bus. I mean, you name it, all of that. Um, imports, domestics, aftermarket, race cars, everything. And... I shouldn't have to, you know, I'm going to pick up my phone, take pictures. Yeah. Oh, shit. There's somebody with a message asking about a tune-up. Now I'm back at work. No. And you don't, but the thing is, you don't message those people back. Or you, ha- I don't, I don't know if Messenger has like an auto reply. I'm on vacation. Sorry. Yeah. That would be, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to find that out today. <laughs> or just get rid of Messenger all, all, all in I mean, I've, I've, I mean, I've gotten to the point where you can like, uh, Say, hey, like look. certain people, you can make it to where when they like message you, it won't ding. Yeah. So that's well, no, yeah, no, no. get to the point where happy. like, like, look, okay, I understand. I understand everyone needs help. Everyone has issues, mm-hmm. but I cannot be everyone's go-to guy. I ain't for, your Superman, for, right? You can't do that. <laughs> so it's like I do have a personal life. I have things that I have to do outside of work, and not only that, I can't be on my phone all day at work. Yeah. So I even though don't I message kind me. Of, I don't. kind of am because this goes on all day. Yeah. This goes on. I, I daily, daily eight, ten people asking questions, when can I come in? And and then literally it, Call it, the front desk dog. It, that's what I'm doing now, yeah, because uh Patty's Patty's like, God, why don't why don't they just call the shop? But you've got those customers that only want to deal with me. But that's not how this works. They want to deal with the face. But that's not how this works. And I know it's not. And I know, and I know. I that. understand. I was like, I got literally. Make I your have appointment. People, make your appointment. Come in and then talk to me. And and I feel bad about it because Patty busts her ass in the office. Yeah. And it irks my nerves to an extent, but people literally will call the shop mm-hmm. and, ask an appo- and ask for me, for me to tell them, yeah, hang on, Patty, will take your appointment, because they want me. The, but that's and not. I'm like, God, that is man, not shit. how it. And, and then Patty comes out. She's like, "Really? That's all it was? They just wanted to set up an appointment?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I, I they just I don't know. They they want to talk to me." 
Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> I just, I mean, granted, it's probably that customer that I've been dealing with for six, seven years. Yeah. But they, I, they're comfortable. Maybe you need to move to the front desk. Yeah, right. Maybe that's, you should be the receptionist. No, I don't think so. You can do all nah, the work. My my biggest thing about running a shop, and I hated it when I had my own place, I hate paperwork. <laughs> you get to shuffle it all, dog. I hate that. You don't I even have that. to wear gloves. Just worry about paper cuts. Patty is, Patty is great for that. She loves her paperwork. She loves her bills. She loves her. She's she's what we like to call brutally efficient. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Yo, she's, she's awesome. She's awesome. And uh, she just... I don't. I don't know what I would do if I had to do the paperwork and what I do. <laughs> I, it's, all about, it's all about organization. I man. would. I would freaking. I would. I would straight up short circuit and fry. <laughs> it's all about organization. As long as, long as you're organized and you can you can remain organized. Oh yeah. Is really the hard part. Yeah. It's it's, it's easy as shit just to like you know start start yourself with some organization and it's, then it's it's hard to stay organized in what I'm doing now because you know I got four bays over there. At any given time, I have something to work on. Mm-hmm. I've got Gabe over there who's he's working on something, you know. Under you know, I guess you could call him apprentice slash B tech, whatever you want to call him. He's he's yeah. he's there, I, you know. Point and shoot, really good dude, man. I love I love having the guys that we've had a couple of apprentices that were, yeah, um, yeah, some <laughs> yeah. of them were sketchy. Um, but the prior military guys are awesome. I love them. Yeah, because it's A, B, C, and report, and right. that's what they do. Well, that's what that's what they want. They want instruction. They want, they want exact this instruction. Is they exactly what I'm supposed to do. And they report, and I love that because yeah. I know they're not going to go to D and break it. Right. So they're like, all right, I did this, this, and this. What's the next step? Great. Right. Come back. This, this, this. Come and and it's it's great. Yeah. And he's getting to the point now where it's look, it's no longer A, B, C. It's you need to put valve covers on this car. You have to take this off first. Go to town. If you have questions, holler. Right. No question. I've always said this at all the places I've ever worked. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Yeah. The only dumb question is the one that you, you didn't ask. That's the damn truth. It is. Because usually when you didn't ask that question, you're coming to me with something broken. I, I am I am a a proponent of communication. Mm. We, we got to communicate. Right. Because... I don't know what you're thinking. You don't know what I'm thinking. Yep. But at the same time, to save time, let's communicate. Oh yeah. Let's let's. Hey, bro, if you got questions, everybody's on the same page. I, look, I might I might be a little annoyed, but I'm going to be glad that you asked me that question because mm-hmm. you're not wasting your time and you're not wasting my time later on when you're like, dude, I kind of broke this. Yeah. <laughs> why why didn't you ask I'm me how doing. to take that off, man? Yeah. All you had to do was this. But imagine me having to work something. Stop for a state inspection. Stop for a phone call. Stop for an estimate. Somebody else I have to watch that's working on something under the shop itself. Mm-hmm. Then, at any given time, two or three different people in there working on their own stuff and asking questions of where's this tool and how tight does this need to be? What do I have to take off first? Literally. So bounce, 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 back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I don't. My wife told me I need one of those. What are those? Uh, the wristband thingy? Count your steps. She says I need, oh. I need to get one of those. You're well. I, have I don't. I don't keep my phone on me all the time. She, oh, my phone does app. Yeah. Well, my phone does it automatically and like it has. If so, I if I kept this out. on me all the time, imagine. Oh no, mine just stays in my pocket. I leave it on the desk because yeah. when I'm in the shop working, it gives me that little bit of time away from it. <laughs> I, I have to, dude. Like gotta... usually when I, I put it on the I put it on the desk. Usually it's on the charger. Yeah. And I'm running all over the shop doing what I do. And, uh, and that could be at any given, I mean, literally customers come to the front counter, see Patty 
and want to talk to me. And I'll be doing something. Stop, do this, go up front. And Patty's got the freaking. Here's the thing. She's she she's she got she's you got to put the hammer down, man. She's never been in an automotive shop style situation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She's been in management positions and uh, well, I, I guess you call it government city positions, things like that. Yeah. And and had to overlook major things, minor things, things like that. But when it comes to automotive repair. You got to think, man. An automobile, any vehicle, is the second most expensive purchase you're going to buy, other than a home. For most people. For most people. I'm a cheap ass. I'm. But, well, yeah, you know that. So <laughs> here's here's my thing. When that happens, you know, it's it's like that person's trusting you with their baby. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said on Chris Lopez's um, podcast, is like, no, you're. This person has an emotional attachment yeah. because this is their. Their take pick the kids up from school. Yeah. This is their go to work. Yeah. This is their their everything. And 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 people don't understand that not only is it their A to B and it's their transport and their soccer mom and they're this and they're that and they're that, but the stuff that happens during those times, the memories. That's where the emotional attachment becomes. Yeah, it's it's not just oh this is my car that I transport humans, you know. No, no, no. But the, but the thing is like when you're talking the emotional, I mean it's it the thing like even the memories down to this is how I make money. Like if I yeah. can't go to work, I can't make money, so right. I have to have yeah. this. There's there's a million factors involved. Right. And and my thing is is you know it, it's it's I mean this is kind of a, a crude way of putting it. It's like you know when when that husband has that wife that's getting ready to have their baby and she's got to go in for emergency C-section and you hand her over and then there's that door where you have to stop. Yeah. And she goes in and you trust the doctor now. Yeah. So it's kind of like I mean that's a kind of over the top but you know what I'm I saying? I can't relate. But <laughs> you are lucky. I mean but I, I get I get what you're saying. You know I mean people people are handing me the keys take care of my car. Right. You know and it's a big deal. Yeah. Patty, I'll tell you, she's got the patience of a saint. I don't know what to die. I don't, I don't. And there's some days, man. There's some days her and I have been like lasers. Actually, it gets tight. What? What's? What, I mean, it's almost kind of sad that that this this person had to do this. So, um, this is a friend who lives in Kentucky, and mm-hmm. he works at a body shop. So he made a video on Instagram showing like this this completely filled body shop. Dude, there's, there's like five cars in like the service lane. Every bay was filled with a car. There's cars like outside of the bays as well. Mm-hmm. And like you're hearing people grinding and hammering and doing it, doing their thing. Like they're working on cars. Good face and, value. And in the video, he's like, remember, you're not the only car that is in the shop. Right now, we're completely full. He was like, you know, we, we, have, we have a good service team. They're doing the best they can. Oh, yeah. They're getting cars in and out. As at the at the rate that we can we can get it done, that's it. We can't you. I can't control everything. So if a job says like okay yeah it takes four hours, mm-hmm. but we have to get to it first. Not only that, if there's a hiccup with another car, yep, you're not the only. I mean, one. shit happens during the day. I got to we got to take a lunch break at some point in time. Like I need to sit down and and what's, like what's that? right. <laughs> you're supposed to. Yeah. But it's almost like people I, expect you to be like some kind of workhorse. To, Superman. To just, just, they want you to be Superman, man. But just just okay. press this shit out, and you're yeah. like, no, it doesn't work I, like that. I had that. a lady not too long ago. She uh, had a vehicle, was in love with it, sentimental value. Oh my god, it was horrible. Mm. 
old Thunderbird. Uh, Sweetheart. What, what Super- year? 93. Oh. 93. Bill Elliott special. Pretty cool. I haven't seen one of them in a long time. Bill, I've never seen one of those. Bill Elliott. It's the burgundy ones. You got a Bill Elliott down the side. It's like a NASCAR special edition thing. Oh, okay. 3.8 piece of junk motor. Oh. Yeah. Mm. It's a shame. I'd rather have had a Super Coupe. Those are kind of cool for their day. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she sat in dad's garage 10 years uh, he passed don't want to let it go you know sentimental value his car and <sighs> I, gotta, I gotta I gotta I gotta this thing's here's a restoration in progress right so anyway it sat and coolant went to crap ate up the radiator tore up the thermostat ended up eating head gaskets out of it tore it all shit so she brings it to me can you diagnose it? Yeah, I can diagnose it. What's, what's going on? Hucking and bucking. Go to hit the key, and it's like crank, crank, whoop, crank, crank, crank. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're taking on water. Yeah. <laughs> We're going down. So I, I get the car. I tell her what's going on. She didn't bat an eye. Fix it. $2,000. Fix it. All right. Okay. Cool. So get the car fixed. Every little thing on the damn thing had been touched by 17 other mechanics in every driveway on the East Coast. Oh, it was God. horrible. <sighs> At least half the motor full. wasn't in the trunk. <laughs> no, it was still together. Um, anyway, so it took me a little longer because along the way, I'm finding this screw up and that screw up and this thing and this ain't acting right and this don't make no sense and why ain't this right? So we get it all done and this lady is one of oh, worry ward, so worried. And I'm like, look, I'm not giving you this car back until I deem it 100%. Yeah. I said, I don't want to give it to you half-ass. And I told her straight up, yeah. I'm not going to give it to you half-ass. I'm not going to do that. And then you'd be back in here losing your mind tomorrow. Yeah, about what I, you didn't do. Yeah. I said, I told you I would get your car right. I'm going to get your car right. And I am determined to get your car right. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. She wasn't happy. But let me tell you, when she got it back, she didn't know what to do. She's just like, oh. <laughs> I was like, see? This is why. Yeah. This is why. Just give me that time. Right. But, and then the second day, it, it, we had, I think I gave her a, uh, like a Monday time frame, and it ended up going into Wednesday. So yeah. So much shit. And I told her, I said, well, if you would have told me about all the other mechanics that had been working on your car and screwing things up. Right. That I'm fixing for free. Communication. Yeah. <laughs> this wouldn't be taking longer. And when I said that for free, yeah. while I'm in here, I'm fixing this stuff. Oh, and then she kind of chilled out a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, come on, man, just give me time. I will fix it. Yeah. But people, unfortunately, people do want things for free. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't have everything for free. Oh, my God. I'm going to do, I'm, but if you entrust a person to work on your house, work on your car, mm-hmm. work on you. Oh, yeah. Your doctor, mm-hmm. your dentist. I ain't trying to get no deal. You're not going to get shit for free. I, I don't want no half-ass. When's the last time you went to the doctor and got something for free? <laughs> Never. Exactly. <laughs> the shit does not happen. You're lucky you don't get charged for filling out the paperwork. But people cry and bitch when they go to, to the dealership or they go to Firestone, they go to fucking Rent-A-Lift or, or... Nowadays, people expect free. Right. I have people that call up. And they literally will be like, yeah, how much to do this? And I'll look it up real quick just to get my ideal labor. They're going to supply their own parts. That's yeah. fine. Cool. And I tell them, oh, 100 bucks. They go like, mm, can you do it for 75 Wait, when, is become, when did this become a no- negotiation? 
I'm like, no, it pays this much and it's going to be a hundred bucks. Uh, how about 85? And not- then I'm like, well, how about a buck and a half? I'll do it for a hundred. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, what? And this dude, it happens more than often. It, it's crazy. It's, these are the people who see, who like, these are Craigslist people. These uh-huh. are people who are always on Craigslist uh-huh. because those are the worst people. If you didn't know, for those people who use Craigslist all the time, if you're that motherfucker who's always like, dude, I know you're asking 100 bucks, but you know, will you take 50? Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Do me a favor and take a long walk. Exactly. <laughs> Off a short fucking pier. So, <laughs> dude, I, I, I see it all the time between like a few friends that I have on Facebook, and they're always saying, uh, one, one guy one guy showed up 20 bucks short. What? Showed up to his house, drove like over an hour to get to his house 20 bucks short and dude was like you want to take that nah I mm. want I wanted asking Mm-mm. price for him nope. I didn't tell you to come here Mm-mm. I didn't tell you to waste your time or your gas to get here and yep. show up 20 bucks short Yo, nah dude fuck you that's like the guys that show up with the trailer to buy the car and then they want to blowball you on 100 bucks you know you got a $500 Jetta we'll say a $500 shell or something you know yeah. and the guy shows up with the trailer going well you take 400 you drove all the way out here with the trailer and you didn't bring $500? Dude, so... You're lucky I don't bump the price. If I buy something online, so I'm on a few Facebook pages or whatever, and, like, I buy something online, I don't I don't ask a bunch of bullshit questions unless you're, like, your description wasn't very descriptive. Or if I have a question about, well, can you take a closer picture? I just want to see, like, it the, it is in good shape. Yeah. But I just want to make sure that I'm spending good money on yeah. whatever it is. So... One dude was selling some floor mats for for my for my car or whatever, which mm-hmm. they're they're kind of expensive. So yeah. I'm like, oh, they're good sets. Do ten mutual friends, even better. Uh, what's your PayPal? And he was like, wait, what? Uh, what's your PayPal? Like, don't play with me. Like, I'm like I'm trying to buy a set from you. And he was like, oh, I wasn't expecting you to be that quick, dude. No, because this is how people are. No, they bullshit with you and ask, ask you a bunch of stupid ass questions. Who well, does it fit this? Motherfucker, like, God damn it! can you Google that shit for yourself? Mm-hmm. Who do I look like? That's like the guy that I bought that Fox body from. I've got a, I picked up an 86 T-top car, finally. I, I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, finally. All original. It's rough. It, it, it's all original, and <laughs> that's why it's rough. Yeah. Um, it, It's been driven, but not molested. It ain't been chopped up or nothing like that. And that was what I wanted. Good canvas. So, this guy bought it from retired military out of Kentucky or Tennessee somewhere. He's had this car five or six years, kept it in the garage, and he only played with it on the weekends. Give me all the story. Mm-hmm. I went over there, and I'm underneath it looking for cracked floor pans and rust and stuff. You know, the, the, the main things you normally look for. Right. And uh, I told the guy, I said, well, look, I've been looking for this car. I didn't know when I was going to come across it. Because, of course, it was one of those deals. My wife finally tells me, yeah, go ahead. You can get one. Yeah. All right, cool. It's going to be a while. It's a T-top car. One will finally come across. When it happens, we'll go for it. Yeah. And two days later, there it is on Craigslist. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, get the 401k. I need the money. Oh, shit. So I got to talk to the guy, and the guy's really cool. And I told him, I said, look, here's the deal. I said, uh, I don't want to bullshit you. I don't have the money in hand right now. I live right up the road, literally, and of course the car is like ten minutes from my house. Yeah. Why have I not seen this car? Um, so I, I told him, I said, "Look, I'm the first guy." He told me I was the first guy that's come seen it, which is usually the bullshit line of, you know, oh, I got 17 people interested. Right. And I was like, "Look, I don't have the money in my hand right now." I said, "I got to make a phone call. Call to 401. Takes a week or so to switch a room. Mm-hmm. Boom, I'll have a check, and I'll come." And I said, "But." 
don't hold this car if somebody walks in here cash money. Yeah. I'm not that guy. Yeah. You know, I just, I did, that's just being as generous and honest as I could with the guy. Yeah. And he's like, no, nah, you're the first one that came in here. You're the first one that's asked about the car. I'll hold it until you tell me otherwise. And I'm like, I was shocked. What? Yeah. And, See, if, well, it, what do I do? <laughs> you communicate with them. I was like, wow. I mean, you know what I, I'm saying? Yeah. But that's, that's the only thing you can do. That's, yeah. That is the most respectful thing you can do is communicate with them. Message. Text them every few days and oh, be like, yeah. look, hey, look, I, I did so-and-so. And, yeah. So now I'm just waiting. And here's what happened. Because my 401k was with Southern still and I had moved on to rent lift being there was no more money going into it from Southern, it was still attached to them for me to pull from it. Mm-hmm. It had to be transferred. Oh. Oh, shit. So now you got to wait. So now I got weeks involved. Yeah. So I call this guy back up and I'm like, look, dude, my offer still stands. If somebody comes across with the cash money, sell it. Yeah. By all means, do not hold this car for me. Yeah. Maybe it's not meant to be. No. Ain't nothing but one thing man's got in life and that's his word. That's what the guy told me. Yeah. I was like, are you is it am I it's like Twilight Zone now you know yeah. I'm like this is so abnormal to yeah. what goes on Craigslist and all this other bullshit I God knows Marketplace so yeah this guy held out for nearly a month because I was the first person he even took the ad off of Craigslist because people were starting now to call him yeah because I counted I caught him like two or three days after he had posted yeah and he's literally pulling the ad off of Craigslist, guaranteeing me the car. And I'm sitting, communication. Yeah, that's all it I is. I was totally, my wife was like, But here's the thing. What? You didn't come, here's the thing. The number one thing that I fucking hate most, you didn't, you didn't ask for payments. You didn't say, hey man. No. Can, can, I, can, I pay you in a month? can I pay you every month? I wasn't going to do that. What the fuck I look like? I'm not like that. And, and, uh, no. No, 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 no. No one is like that. No. Unless you pay pay me and, and, no. and pay the fuck out of here, man. You're going to give me $300 now, and you're going to take the car, and I'm going to expect another three. Uh, $300, no. you ain't taking shit, nigga. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can come up with all the duckies, and we can talk. Yeah, no. The only thing but I... Yeah. I Man, it kind of reminds me of when I was selling my motorcycle. I, um, I posted on Craigslist. Um, some older gentleman from like Northern Virginia hit me up and he's asking me all these questions or whatnot. And he's like, you know, I'm trying to buy a motorcycle for my wife. And I'm like, this ain't the bike you need to buy for your wife, but if this is what she wants. And this is what she wants. Yeah. True. So he, he tries a little, he's like, what's your bottom line? And fucking hate that. I hate that fucking question, man. What's your bottom line price? <laughs> the price that's posted mm-hmm. bottom line price. So I'm like, that's why I don't no, I, OBO. I hate that. So, so through, through emails, I'm talking, I talked to this guy for about a week, finally comes to the house, whatever. And I broke the rules. I let him ride it. <gasps> oh, but like I said, older guy. So I figured, you know, he's, he's, mm. he's a little responsible, whatever he rides, he uh, rides it's just for his wife. Uh, so whatever. All right, cool. I was from from the conversations I was expecting him to buy. It. Yeah. He comes at me and was like, "So how about seventeen hundred dollars oh, lower than what you have it posted for?" Because there's one, there's one in uh, where the fuck was it? Uh, Prince George. There's one in Prince George. For I was selling mine for sixty-seven, for five thousand. I was like, oh, I've seen that. I've seen the pictures of it. It's at an apartment building and it looks like it's been sitting outside the entire time the dude owned it. Fuck that shit. Here's the deal, sir. If it's that much cheaper, take the drive. 
<laughs> but here's the thing. Mine, garage kept. Never actually it, it had been in rain when I had owned it like once and that was me pushing go like putting it into the garage as it was raining. Um I just don't understand people. I've never seen a generation of it's not even a generation, it's even my generation. But I'm saying this is even this is even a guy like old enough to be my like he's probably old enough to be my granddad. It it's just aggravating. I've never seen so many people want something for nothing. Yeah, and it's just like, dude, no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sell this for five thousand. You fucking out your goddamn mind. And people come to you with the dumbest offers. You know, you tell something. You tell somebody. First off, what in your right mind? If somebody's selling something for a hundred bucks, we'll just say a hundred bucks. Say somebody's selling something for a hundred bucks. What gives you the gall to go in there and be like, hmm, "Will you take 15? Or, or no? It, the low balls are just are just. The low here's balls my are thing. stupid. Here, no, I hate this most because if you say. Lowball me, bro. I'm 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 gonna lowball the shit out of you. Oh just, yeah, just we're, be, gonna, we're gonna Richard Rawlings this bitch. Ten thousand dollars, five grand. If it's a, if it's a part <laughs> that's worth a hundred dollars, and I mean you know it, it's something that everyone might know it's worth around a hundred eighty dollars, whatever. All right, fifty bucks. No, dude, I won't take that. Why the fuck didn't you just post yeah. a goddamn price then, motherfucker? Yeah, put the price up there. That's I mean if you like this much, I mean it, it sucks that we we now have to like put words like. Firm. <laughs> I'll give you this. I got lucky on this firm. one. I actually, actually, this was basically secondhand selling something. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy was looking for a part, whatever. I had a whole car. I was like, yo, you can have the whole car. Oh, how much do you want for it? Make me an offer. Whatever you offer me, I probably won't refuse. Wow. 250. Shit, nigga, to offer me 50 bucks, I would have I told him to come get the shit. <laughs> but at least he gave you junkyard money. Yeah, I was not expecting that, though. Yeah, man, it's cool. But I was like, yo, you could give me 50 bucks, and like, it would have been cool. I got people come over and look at vehicles that we have for sale. And, like, I got, we got a vehicle over there for sale right now. It's got a brand new engine in it. Well, I say brand new. I completely went through it. Rebuilt. Yeah. Lifted. Nice wheels. The whole nine yards. What is everybody, it? what is it? Grand Cherokee. Okay. Yeah, comes over there. Everybody looks at it because it's got Rubicon wheels on it. Okay. So everybody's all hot and horny over it. How much will you take for the wheels? I, they're not for sale. I'm, oh. s- I'm selling the vehicle. Sir. Well, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm you, selling the truck. You don't. You don't answer those questions. Oh well, you you pay whatever the asking price is, and you get the wheels for free. That's what I tell them. I tell them you want about it. Well, you give me three grand. Jeep comes with it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you take it all. I'm like, wow, this is a package deal. What kind? Of, but the thing is, is what gives people the gumption to do it? I. It, it's but the just, thing is, is that's that's been going on for a long time because a friend was selling a Jetta, it's a 1990 Jetta or whatever, but it had BBSs on it. Well, everybody wants wheels. How much you want for the wheels, dude? The car is two thousand dollars, so two thousand dollars, and you get the free car. Bingo. That's how it works. Done. That's, that's just the right way to do it. Yeah, I mean, I just like, but it, it, it's people come up with the asinine fucking offers over something stupid. Well, you know, I want to buy the wheels and tires and this, that, and the other, and and then want to be like fifty bucks, and I'm selling a vehicle, right? You know, those rims are worth a grand. Yeah. Hello. But it goes on both sides again. Like I was saying, like people people don't want to post up a price, and they're just like, no, 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 because if you don't post up a price. I'm gonna lowball shit out of you. Yeah, and don't get mad when I do, yeah. because that's your fault. You know what you want for that? Make a roundabout price. I don't, even, I don't even get that far, man. I just straight go into asshole mode. I really do. I'm I mean, like, you come to me with some stupid shit like that. <laughs> I'm like, 
You, you can, look, you ain't got no money. Get out of here. I'll find that pick and pull. Good luck. Carry your ass and find Rubicon hey, wheels at pick and pull. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, but not even just Rubicon wheels. You can find some BBSs at pick and pull. Uh, I found them once at once. They're from Tahoe. BBSs on Tahoe? Yeah. Don't, yeah. Tell, don't tell Matt Stroko. Dude, this was <laughs> so long the ago. The Tahoe Dome. Dude, the interior, out of, the interior that's in my car right now? Yeah. Pick and pull. Actually, I love pick and pull. The wheels that are on that car. Pick and pull. Game on. I love it. I have made so much money off of pick and pull that... See, but you got a better chance of finding stuff for that than I do for an 86 Mustang. Not anymore. Is it is, is getting that thin out there for him? It, dude, that's a 98. It's real thin for that shit. <laughs> and Ma- it, it, imagine my 86. You ain't find a shit for that. Nothing. Dude, but even... Horrible. Dude, Fox Body shit, like, people know to hold on to it now. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the other Craigslist thing. I know what it's worth. The Look, fuck out of here! Fuck don't. you and your fucking ten thousand million bazillion mile fox body that you saw on Barrett Jackson. Your shit rolled over three times and it's got thirty two thousand original miles. No, you got a friend at DMV. Shut up. What year? There was one year you could get the LX body. Yep. With the five liter. You could do that with all of them. Uh, after no, after but, 80, but specifically the LX body. LX body. Uh, that was I think halogen it was like headlight. Eighty eight or eighty nine. Eighty seven. 87? Halogen headlight cars. Maybe it was. Yeah. 87, 87, 93. It was on Bear Jackson, though. And I was like, yep. I was like, I was surprised to see it on there. I'm like. You get the GT everything and it looks like package. 10. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's great to see cars like that. But, you know, and it's one of those things. Not only does the car speak for itself and its value. Mm-hmm. You know, you got this car with 400 original miles and it's never been molested original tires. All the yeah. stickers and all this other shit. Yeah. That speaks for itself. But the story that goes with it's valuable. Yeah. That's that's what's I think, major. But I think when you buy a car from an auction like that, you you definitely miss out on that. When you find you find a car in a barn like that. Different. That's totally different. When you get the story firsthand. Yeah. Dude, that's yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm it's saying. Serious like serious shit. You you find a car in a barn and you're like, Whoa. Oh yeah, that was my husband's car. He had dude, the fucking um remember when what's his face? Um comedian that had the talk show night late night talk show um has all jay leno yes uh the show where he found the duesenberg and the lady's fucking mm-hmm. garage that was like yeah. buried under all kinds of yeah. shit that was that that's that, epic. that touched me man i was like it's epic stuff i was like holy shit super crazy like and the funny thing is is, is like the, so it was the the lady who lived there it was her dad's car yeah uh or excuse me it was a, a car that her dad acquired because uh, somebody bought it to them and it needed work or whatever, and they they either didn't pay for it or couldn't afford it, yeah. and he just kept it and kept it in the garage, and she stayed in the same house for years on end, and mm. it got buried, That's and she forgot about it. But it's it's the cool it's it's the everything about it, man. It's 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 the personality. Yeah, you know, nowadays cars don't have personality. I no, mean, unless you buy a special something. No, know, but still, you know, it, usually it ain't like they used to be. No, you know, cars had you know body lines and stuff that gave them attitude. Yeah. Now they all just kind of look like stuff that they they resemble cars that they used to be. Yeah. I mean, who the hell? It's it's a Malibu's a four door. Ouch. Malibu in the seventies was a muscle car. Mal- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Malibu in the seventies was a Chevelle. Wasn't it just bigger. 
Or oh, same it? car. Oh. Same car. Chevelle and Malibu were totally the same car. Malibu was a little less horsepower. Okay. But nowadays, if you want a Chevelle clone, 7071 Chevelle, yeah. you buy a Malibu cheap. LS swap it. God forbid. And you put all Des- the freaking Chevelle stuff on it. Desecrate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ruin its actual life. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the same car. Same Dude, car. There's a guy. I don't I don't know where he was from, but I saw him at this this food line over here off of um, Military Highway in George yeah. Washington. Yeah. George Washington. Yeah. All original, probably like. Actually, I won't say, excuse me. I'm not going to say all original. It definitely looked restored. Super clean. Oh, yeah. Probably, I guess, I'm guessing year 73 Nova. Nice. With a six-cylinder still in it. Yeah, see, that was probably... You don't see that Somebody in the shit. family bought that, and they kept it. I mean... Because you don't go the guy out didn't buying look, a Nova. The guy didn't look very old. Yeah. But, like... Probably was dad's car or something. Yeah, you, or most of those cars, drag cars. Yep. Big chopped motor up, in it. Chopped up. Yep. Yeah, chopped up. You don't see any of that original stuff anymore. Sorry. Sorry. Not yeah. all original. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> Chop that car up. <laughs> Look, but I, he said that I, car for a long time, though. Dude, I remember when he bought it. I remember when he bought it. I was it. in high school the first time I saw it. Actually, I, I was, I, I was it was in high school dad's. the last time it was painted. <laughs> I was working at my dad's. That's right out of high school. Yeah. Do yeah. You, you know his dad still has that, uh, the, the turbo coupe? Who? Steve. Oh, my God. You're kidding me. No, he still has it. He still got it. <laughs> he ain't getting rid of that shit. <laughs> wow. The, uh, oh. He thought that was the hottest shit in the world. The neighbor with that, uh, was it the 53 Mercedes? Yes. Still in the garage. Yep. Who knows what the bitch is doing with it, Dale? Mm. Steve with that damn Nova. Nova Steve. <laughs> Nova, Nova, Nova Steve. The, the nicest and scaredest dude in the world of my car. I mean, I see them get on it once. He used to always call me out. Always. Over the orange car. He used to give me my drag what? car. Oh, the one that ran like once? <laughs> no, it ran a whole lot more than once. But uh, after I got it all done and everything, he always called me out, called me out, called me out. And I'm like, dude, I will pay your way to the track, pay for your fuel, I'll buy you dinner. Yeah. Let's Damn. Let's settle it. Take him out on a date? Let's settle it. Let's, I, ain't, I ain't rubbing his back or nothing. I was raised for a date. <laughs> I just, I, it was one of those things. It was a daily thing. Yeah. Like every time you came across him, it was like, oh, my shit will eat your shit up. Well, mine is not a street car, Steve. Yours is. Yeah. So we got to come up on common ground. Let's both go to the track because your street car is allowed on the track. And be, his is an eighth mile car, not a quarter mile car. Mine was whatever the hell I wanted to run. Well, I mean. Mine won't put a little bit of gear in and I was in it. Well, yeah. But I was at the time. His is not gear for no quarter mile shit. No, but at the time I was running eighth down at Hertford. Yeah, I was like, dude, let's go, let's go run. What you running it? What it Hertford? Yeah, five sixties. It was it was stout for a nitro car. I mean, for a small block nitro at that, but it didn't weigh nothing. Can I can I <laughs> can I show you a parade? What's up? So, stock, sunny, Sentra. So. The, in America, they had a Sentra. Yeah. And Japan, there was a Sunny. It was a, what, Bluebird? I think SR20? so. Yeah, it was SR20. Yeah, front wheel drive. All stock. Or Abner, or whatever they called it. Bluebird or an Abner, or something like that. Uh, Bluebird. Yeah. So, completely stock. All I had was a clutch and flywheel. Nice. And, a, like, you know, cone intake or whatever. Tell me it was running quick. Dude. Granted, we're talking I was, an 1,800-pound car. With, with ball tires. Well, I mean. That well, bitch ran 8.8s. That's not bad. 
and, and and the dude that was driving it, I don't know if he actually knew how to drive that car. Could've I mean, been, he, 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 he'd, he'd race, uh, but I don't know. But that's what I'm saying, on ball tires. The, the fuck was that? was that? Somebody must have had a mortar. That sounded like one. Is a party going on? We that kind of scared the shit out of me for a second. <laughs> Boom, I'm like, we're sitting over top of fiberglass and shit, and there's something blowing up underneath us. Anyway, um, but yeah, 880s. That's cool, man. That's cool shit. And you know the motherfucker sold that goddamn car? I was like, you, I'm like, what? See, cars like that, I like that oddball shit, man. But dude, so this car, the the guy who, who owned it, yeah. when when I met him, he had already had the car for at least at least five years. I want to make maybe even 10. Like he, mm. he's had that car forever. And then when I, when I, when he told me he sold, it, I was like, dude, seriously? He was like, yeah, man, I can I regret it. I was like, yeah, I would have <laughs> told people, you, you were going to regret a lot that of shit, people man. Miss some of those cars that they wish they'd have kept. Yeah. And like, that was, that was kind of, of his high school car too. I don't know if he had yeah. it during high school, but like definitely like oh, yeah. right after high school, like that well, that's was like, uh, that's like, uh, the car we sponsor over at rental. If Mills Robinson, the track Marrow, Oh yeah, yeah that's the, a cool ass car. Yeah, the LS swap old. That was his high school car. Sweet, that's He's awesome. Had that you know he went to high school. He went to Virginia Tech in it. The whole nine yards. Damn. I mean that's cool as shit to still have. Yeah. You know he's he's been through everything. Again. Oh, the gunshots. That's a lot of gunshots. Okay. I guess I won't edit that out just for realness. Yeah, that's 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 kind of sketchy. That seriously, I mean, I mean, you, you said come by, you know. I wasn't bring, bring candles. I wasn't. Probably, I wasn't gonna rub your feet. Maybe those aren't. That's a lot. That's gotta oh, be. Uh, no, that was that was. Pop pop. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't say anything about bringing Kevlar. That hasn't happened for a long time. Define long time. Last summer. Last summer. La- actually, last summer. Um, probably around like. Five or six o'clock in the afternoon. It was still daylight out. Yeah, that 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 doesn't sound like pistol. That's what? A, that's a little deeper than pistol. Than whatever's one? going out there. Bop 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 bop. No, that probably that probably was a pistol. It sound like twelve gauge. <laughs> I was like, no, damn. you ain't shooting. No, you're not shooting twelve gauge that, that many times. It depends on the gun. Come you think that people out gotta got fancy shit like that? Well, you know, the fuck out of here, man. I'm white. I'm let's, sorry. Let's 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 think, <laughs> let's let's think like you know bottom of the barrel. Like what you're gonna get? Yeah, head right. I, I mean, I've got. 14 or 15 in my 45 true i mean it's a full size mm-hmm. so double stack you're yeah. right you're right so step was that another um one? jesus <sighs> i don't know the fuck <laughs> anyway it's get real well i know i kind of know who this who the neighbors that kind of do things that might be sketchy are uh, uh there's one one on this street the one that goes this way like it ain't even the fourth yet. Couple couple houses in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one on this back street back here. There's like one or two houses. I uh, always see the guys outside. Wild, I mean, I, I wave at them. Crazy and shit. I wave to them, but like, I mean, they just they're just always home. Conveniently. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, <sighs> what were we talking about? Where were we at? I don't know. We just we just went on a tan- gunshots. We were <laughs> shots fired. Fuck. Damn, out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, last summer. So yeah, last summer around six o'clock in the afternoon, it was still daylight out, bro. Some somebody real close to here, probably like one street over, definitely emptied the clip. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. What it, oh, actually, the last time I heard one, it whizzed over my head. Oh, nice. 
Yeah, I, that's when I found out that gunshots really do whiz through the air. Oh yes, they do. Yeah, I've never been to Afghanistan before, but I can at yeah. least I can at least got a yeah. taste. Yeah. Mm. Well, and I of course I had to you know phone a friend on that. I went, to, hey, the th- th- gunshots really whiz through the air because I, I I think it just happened to me. <laughs> and that definitely that definitely was a was a thirty eight. Because mm. it sounded like a little little BB gun. Tap 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 tap. Well, they they have a distinct sound. And mm-hmm. it's, they're weak. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's like when I was growing up. When we were in Coleman plays, man, three eighties everywhere. I was like, really, dude, really? I mean, we couldn't even agree. You, you ever seen a three eighty tomahawk? Uh, uh-uh. uh they're pretty cool. They have the you can you can uh, basically pop the front of the barrel up, mm-hmm. and you can like feed one in through there, oh, and like and shut it down. Like, yeah, it it'll, it'll hold six or seven rounds. Jeez. Yeah, it's small. It it. So basically, my friend's wife has, yeah, my friend's wife has one. She has tiny hands, mm. like she can Me too. barely shoot a like a subcompact nine. Mm. So like she has that that yeah. she carries in her purse, and like it literally is like it's like a it's like the 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 cricket gun from Men in Black, <laughs> <laughs> noisy cricket. Yeah, the noisy cricket. But um, gotta love it. Shit, man, we're at at two, at two hours. Wow, that was quick. Yeah, isn't it? Time flies when you have. Communication gunshots. and gunshots. gunshots going off. Blaga, 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 blaga. Yo, we in P Town, baby. <laughs> She's just getting real. She's getting real. It is. I gotta you get my ass back into Norfolk. It's scary. It's real scary out here. You gonna plug your social media? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys can hit me up, uh, Jeremy Hunger at Facebook. I got my own little page popping off over there. I'll be posting the videos as best I can uh, when I got about 10 seconds to my own. Usually on the shitter. Uh, and best by time. the way, by the way, Get this new house, get it, get your, get a bidet, just get one. Oh my god, dude! I'm telling you, man, it is the best thing in the world, and you don't use nowhere near as much toilet paper. Dude, four pieces. That's all you need. Game on. And that's only to just to, just to get so, the water I mean, out. So you're like a wet wipe kind of guy when you're out and about. I have a bidet, motherfucker. Well, I'm talking about out and about. You ain't got a bidet everywhere you go. Oh, I don't. But no, because I don't plan on shitting out like when I'm out and about. But I mean, it happens. There's, there's that. Yeah. It happens. It happens. And I, I, while I'm while I'm doing this outside of the home, I'm hating life because I know at home I have luxury. Mm. I don't. I don't need a wet wipe. I just have water to spray in my ass <laughs> to clean that shit. You laugh. <laughs> you laugh. Just just the the look of just ridiculously seriousness happening right now because this shit is serious, <laughs> dude. It is. Oh there ain't God. nothing better than a security to know that I'm look, while I'm doing this thing, spraying this water in my ass. <laughs> this is the cleanest that you can get. It's like a squeegee, even better. <laughs> Drip, dry, and run. You don't even need a squeegee though, bro. Because if you if you got hairs back there, spray them off. You know what I'm saying? We oh. get that warm water going. Oh God! You can get that warm water going on mine. I got the warm. I don't know that shit cold serious. water, man. I got this this shit this. is for real. I got to get it. in on this. You you want the link on Amazon? I'll, I'll see the link. <laughs> Amazon, the, the one I got, bro. No, I want to find one on Craigslist and try to, uh, you know, try to get to you know. Will you take twenty bucks? Low ball, low ball. I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, hit me up on Facebook, Jeremy Hunger. Uh, uh, YouTube channel is not your mechanic. Uh, a lot of times you can just type in this shit's fucked up and there I is. Uh, 
Catch me at the shop anytime you got any questions. Don't call me on Sunday. Don't message him. Please. <laughs> uh, Make an appointment up, first. Hit us up at rentalfva.com. Uh, give the shop a call, 390-2474. Uh, Patty can answer all of your questions. Write that phone number down, too. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, more than welcome. Give us a shout. We usually hit up all of the shows. Do you guys have, like, tire machines and shit, too? We've got it all, man. we got everything. Yeah, good. tire I, machines, I tire balance. I got some tires I need to, to swap over. Got a alignment machine, too. Oh, shit. Do it all. Do everything. We do everything but body work. Well, I mean, it's rental lift. I, I would expect your... You would not. It, I've had people it, asking to rent a paint booth. No. It, on, on it, a regular. This is not oh, rent a body shop. Yeah, dude, rent, I've had a lot. It's crazy. I don't know. I guess people are thinking a little too far. Yeah, I know. I mean, but I mean, if you think about it, I'm a surface thinker, man. If you, you if you're, if you're, if this is what it says, and you do more, mm-hmm. now it's a prize. If you do, if you say this, I'm only expecting this. Yeah. The uh, the biggest thing is, is I mean, I get a lot of those moonlighters, man. Guys from the dealerships and stuff getting the hustle on the side. Oh, okay. They know their thing. Yeah. They know their deal. They know how to rack up a car. I love it because they know what they're doing. They may ask for a specialty tool, torque wrench, whatever. Right. Um, but there's body guys out there <laughs> that, you know, do the hustle too. Yeah. So, you know, it happens. Maybe maybe yeah. that's a, a different bit. Yeah, well, maybe know. a little bit smaller business there's, endeavor, but, well, you know, it'd be there. But it'd be like... Rinda Lift's doing pretty good, and uh, we'll just say that there's some pretty cool shit in the works yeah well i mean and and you guys do sponsor a lot of like the sumo speed events as well too yes, so the, dude, i figured you nick and the guys i'm gonna tell you and i mean i granted yeah i've known steve since shit i remember when he enlisted yeah i mean it's it's been forever um he's known me before i mean he knew me before i met my wife i mean it we go back way back yeah um but nick and the guys i just you can't get a cooler bunch of people, man. Good level-headed guys that they they tell it how it is, man. Yeah. They just like, look, here's the deal. We're gonna do it this way, and and it's gonna work. Yeah. And you, you can't ask for no. It's just a no nonsense approach to everything they do. Yeah. And for a car club that's local to go as ridiculously big in what they do now. Yeah. It's just it it blows my mind. Yeah. Because there were car clubs when we were young. Ultra, ultra Speed. Ah, you know it. Dude, Ultra Speed's been around since like the late 90s. Remember the Speed Lines? Oh, God. Yeah. But there were car clubs that were then the, oh, my God, look at this. Yeah. And but we, none of them have, and have they're gotten poof, to. And they're gone. Yeah. Now you've got these guys at Sumo Speed that kind of started on a whim and threw it all together. And now it's like. I mean, they're putting one of the baddest shows in one day together. Yeah. On the East Coast. Yeah. And you got people coming from everywhere. Yeah. I mean, we got Toy. What, we had Toyo Tire? Falcon? No, it was Toyo. I don't even... I, you missed it. Yeah. I had to work. Dude. I got there and it was like already 4.30. I think it's it, it's just... It's awesome as far as they've come. Yeah. No, and, it has been. And, it, and it's... it's The thing is... the Basically, like, the thing is, is like... From like so when we when I was talking to Nick like so, uh sorry I was even not even talking to the mic <laughs> but uh from like even though it didn't stem from B Wells the 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 spring meets that they were doing right. like basically it was almost like every show they had it was not enough space mm-hmm. so then they even even the first year when they got the convention center oh yeah they only got half of the convention center was enough space. 
Mm-mm. And it was like, well, no. shit. Like, it's, fuck. It's like, 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 like we, I guess we should have went big the first time, right? <laughs> it's the whole... But, it's the whole, and they tell two friends, and they tell two friends. And right. It's ridiculous. Well, and then social media kind of took over, and it was just like, well, now everyone knows about it. Yeah, tell me about it. So, and, and <laughs> even guy, then. That guy's selling his car. Yeah. <laughs> Did he sell, is he. It's on, it's, yeah. Oh, he's selling it, or yeah. is it sold? Uh, I don't know if it's sold. I saw, I put it this way. People started tagging me in the Craigslist <laughs> ad, like, what have you done? That's hilarious. I was like, well, you know, I'm sorry I didn't mean to make him sell his car, but this shit's fucked up. <laughs> it was good times. It was good times. <laughs> but yeah, I, I we, the guys at Rental we all love working with Sumo Speed, man. They put good shows, good, clean fun, no knuckleheads, no nonsense. Yeah. And that's what we want to be a part of. Yeah. You know, we don't want to be in the middle of the idiots doing burnouts and things like that. Yeah. There's there's a time and place for that shit. If you shit's fast, take it to the track. Right. Do you burn out there? Go to go to what um go to Hyperfest. They got a burnout box. Right. Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. And Hyperfest is a fucking huge ass party anyway. Exactly. Get yeah. it out of the way there. But when you start doing the shit on a street neck and a fool and screwing up, then bragging about it, and it's just a hot damn mess. Yeah. And and the way Nick and the guys handled it, it was it was about as as professional as you could be without being a professional. You know what I mean? Right. It was, you know, hey, look, we're not going to tolerate this bullshit. You don't like it? Deal with it. Don't come to our events. Yeah. Have a nice day. Yeah. It's real simple. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the guys, they do some really great stuff. They got a Yahtzee run coming up pretty soon. It's going to be cool. We're going to be one of the stops. Uh, They did a poker run not too long ago. Every time they do something, man, I'm like, yeah, shit, man. Patty and Ron are like, yeah, come on. Put us on a stop, man. Swing by. That'd be awesome. It's it's good times. They, they, They do good stuff and... When people do good stuff, you want to be part of it, right? And that—that's what it's all about, right? They're—they're they're good people, that's for sure. And we I think have, I think they're definitely a um, a model to look up to for other people who are um, thinking about you know putting together yeah car clubs or whatever. Yeah. Um. They've got it. They got it figured out. You definitely need a strong leader, though. Yeah. So I don't know how he does it. I don't. I don't. He's know. he's. I don't know how he does it. He he texted me the other day and he was like, "Uh, you inspired me." And basically, he showed me. Uh, it's not really like much of a podcast, but it's more of like a round table of yeah. like, uh, like, you know, between, I guess, five to 10 people. And like, you're just like kind of debating sports. He's, you know, he's real big into sports too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, uh, I, I mean, that's cool. That's good. But nigga, you got time for that shit? <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> Do you have time? <laughs> so, well, I did it on a shutter this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he don't have a bidet either, I'm sure. Look, I'm trying to convert y'all motherfuckers, man. I mean, I'm trying to help y'all out. I get this new crib. Look, I'm gonna I'm I'm call you up and say who's got the gold plated jank. I mean, you can get a, you can, but you can get a when, toilet. When, that this, does when it. this shit's fucked up, or makes it big. You big balling? You got you got enough room in the bathroom? You can have a separate okay. toilet. But day. Oh, that's see, that's that's crocodile Dundee status right there. I don't know what that means, but yeah, you've okay. never seen crocodile Dundee. Yes, I have, but I didn't know that that saying meant. Remember. You don't remember the part in the movie where he goes in the bathroom? He's like, one for washing your bum. He hangs out the window in Manhattan. Oh, my God. I, oh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I okay, think it was the okay. second movie. Anyway. Sideline. But, anyway, yeah. I'm telling you. Get up a day, man. It is Game It on. is the best Game thing. On. Don't let the kids fuck with it, though, because they might play around too much. <laughs> New water fountain. It's for adults only. <laughs> New water fountain. Washing that ass. <laughs> but, um... <sighs> Yeah, man. Super it, cool. It was uh, definitely a pleasure. 
Hell yeah, man. This is good times, man. Yeah, it is. It's, we, it's, haven't, it's, we haven't hung out in a hot minute. We see each other in passing now. I know, right? You know? It's so, like, it's always quick because I'm, I'm there for the social event and like you're no. always got like 10 people crowd around you asking fucking questions and shit. I know. That's crazy. No more keg parties in my place. Some days are over. Yeah, sorry about your luck. Yeah. Those, those are good times. Yeah, it was good Especially times. the Halloween parties. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's fake memories, man. <laughs> it's so long ago. We did a lot of drinking back then. Yeah. A lot long ago mm. all right but yeah man um hopefully have you on again sometime Shit later yeah, on man good times yeah man peace out people later thank you for listening to yet another episode of the podcast least likely to succeed if you want to reach out to me via email my email is least likely to succeed podcast at gmail.com my twitter handle is one chris chuck Facebook is Chris Chuck, and my Instagram is BlackAssChris. If you're using iTunes or Google Play, please, please subscribe and give me a review and a rating. I would greatly appreciate it, and hopefully you guys stay tuned to the next episode. And yet again, I thank you for listening.